Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Casting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
right, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better, much more lovely, beloved better half. <laughs> Velen. Hello, Patriots. So what's going on, Savages? Ooh, uh, I'm excited. I am very excited. Um, you know, normally we do interviews Tuesday and Thursdays, and you guys have noticed we've really been ramping up the interviews lately since we're on the Hope and Healing Path um, series. And, uh, but of course, Dr. Joe couldn't make it on Tuesday cause he was having internet issues. So he came on yesterday and then today we've got Robert Scott Bell coming on and all right, y'all we've always heard, I've always learned, um, in the, the research I've done the last two years and you guys know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. I just read more scientific papers and journals than any layman ever should. And they're so fucking boring. Oh my God. But anyway, um, but I understand them. I can comprehend them. Right. So I can bring some of that information to you and you don't have to read them, but I've always heard that the heart can't heal. Once the heart's damaged, it's done. Like you get that spike protein in your heart. You're fucked. Well, like, think about yeah, it. That's the, it. Heart, the heart is it, a, it can never it's stop. a huge muscle. It just keeps yeah. pumping. Yeah. So it never has a chance to stop to, to heal. Yes. But, um, the other day I was listening to the high wire with Del Big Tree when I was cutting down the, the front yard, when I was getting my, my frustration out at the plumbers on the, the big bushes in the front yard and I uh, had my AirPods in and I was listening to the high wire. And, you know, once a week Del Big Tree puts out a big show, like two, three hours or whatnot. And, and I heard this, this clip with, with Robert Scott Bell talking about this, this product. Cardio Miracle, um, which was total happenstance because we already had him scheduled to come on. And I was like, sweet. Wow. So anyway, he's, 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 they're saying that, that this can actually, you can heal the heart because there's your heart. the two organs I've always thought you can't heal is the brain and the heart. So we're, so we're, we're going to, we're going to find, into out. This. So we're about let, to find and out since he has a heart stop at seven, let's not bullshit too long. Yep. Let's bring him right on in. So absolutely. Anyway, so welcome, welcome to the sir. show. Well, good to be with you guys. I, I didn't even know that they were running something on Del, on Del Big Tree's show about this. So this is great news. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, I, I think it was Del Big Tree show because I listen to so many podcasts, honestly. But um, yeah. but yeah, they they uh, uh, might have been SGT report. Anyway, yeah. as one of them, um, I, I I was listening to like twelve podcasts that day because I was really angry at my plumbers. So I took out a big pair of shears and I started cutting down my bushes in my front yard. So, <laughs> and I just had the, you know, just constant going in my, in my ear all day. Um, but I, I, I heard about your product and I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Um, so, so I guess first, yeah, what first is the product? Well, hold on before we get there. You? Yeah. First introduce yourself. I, I put, put it, put your bio out on our Substack. Um, anyone yeah. that has not subscribed to the subject Substack yet, patriotpartypod.substack.com. Um, but, uh, so you can get the advance, you know, heads up, uh, the guests on, coming on the awesome on. guests that we have coming on, but, but please tell everyone. Well, I've been doing a broadcast in radio since 1999 on health and healing. I'm a homeopath and I've been that for almost 30 years. I was raised pharmaceutically and medically, and I was basically destroyed by medicine in my younger years. And I had to pray to God to find a way out or else I wouldn't even be here uh, and uh, found a way with natural medicine and, and going cleaner on, on the food scale. It used to be called food, food, right? Now you have to say organic to indicate food as it used to be. And changed my life around at the age of 24 and now uh, about 56 years of age. I'm, I'm running circles around that guy 30 years earlier. Uh, and, you know, part of that is the journey that we're going to discuss today, but it's not just about one thing. It's about everything that you can do uh, that is within your power to do. You have an obligation to do. 
those things that are out of your control, recognize that, turn that over to God. But that which you have control over, this is the kind of thing we're going to talk about today in terms of healing and regeneration. Uh, it took me a couple of intense years to begin and really complete the majority of my my healing path uh, from the age of 24 to 26, but it's never over as long as you have a body on this planet. There are a lot of things that assault it. And a lot of those things are lies that your doctor tells you or those that control your doctor tell you. Like, you know, as you guys were saying, brain and heart, they say, oh, you can't repair either. Well, those are lies. I mean, everything is possible in terms of regeneration if you know what it takes to do it and you give the body what it needs and you remove from it that which is the obstacle or obstacles for that. Uh, so I've spent my life, dedicated my life to bringing the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. And uh, it doesn't necessarily involve a doctor because they're the third leading cause of death. And I don't, can, I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick. But I, the word doctor leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I, mm -hmm. I, actually, I, I prefer to call the good ones healers because yeah. um, doctors have a ne negative connotation at this point. I, I would, I'm with you on that. I don't like it when people call me doctor because it, it connotes you know, the third leading cause of death. Now, the true origin of the word is, is a physician is teacher and healer. Uh, and indeed, if they're not teaching you how to heal yourself, why are you going to them? Or on another uh, question, I always ask a diagnostic question. If you're interested in hiring a D-O-C-T-O-R, won't say the word, <laughs> the first question you should ask him or her is how often do you have a bowel movement? And if you're going more frequently than they are, find another doctor. Or if they're offended by the question, find another doctor or just don't go to a doctor and, and find out how you can heal yourself because we've been given the gifts of healing. We've just been told that it's not accessible unless you have a go-between, somebody with a medical degree that doesn't know the sense that God gave them to take care of their own body, much less yours. Uh, so it's, a, it's quite a journey we're on and in a short uh, you know, version of, of my long history, the assault has been ramped up with mRNA injection technologies and gain-of-function studies on viral deliveries of spike proteins, et cetera, damaging primarily the endothelium, the endothelial layer, wherever it may be in your body, primarily in your cardiovascular system and heart, but also the lymphatic system. And that damage is causing sudden death. And, uh, you know, we can talk about how to remedy that, but I just I'll pause for a moment to see if you guys have any questions about me or about anything we're about to do no, no actually i love this because um this is uh the end well not the end because We've it's got a still couple more ongoing up, but yeah it, it's still an ongoing journey it's not the end of a journey but um he, well i on the other hand am completely opposite of you i i joined the military when i was 18, 19 years old did it for 21 years did a bunch of crazy crap in it got really effed up and ended up in a hospital taking handfuls of pills knowing that after they cut part of his brain out knowing that what i was taking 90 percent of the pills i was taking were for the first pill i was taking hmm. because the worst i had to take was a uh anti-seizure medication that caused dry mouth headaches blurred vision uh some days i couldn't even concentrate some days i didn't even want to get out of bed i didn't want to open the blinds because the light hurt that bad um and that was the anti-seizure medication i was taking seven other pills just to combat all the si side effects of that one pill and i and they told me when he had his brain surgery that he'd be dead in five years and that was 17 years ago um i've spent the last 17 years keeping us keeping him alive um he is now off of all 
big pharma medication. He's not, he's not on anything. He's, we well beat that. And and I did a similar thing to you. Um, I made a full lifestyle change. I did it significantly later. I just did it about three years ago at the start of COVID. Um, finally got healthy, lost 50 pounds, got rid of the stress in my life. Um, started growing our, you know, started growing our food, sold our house, moved to a homestead. Now we're raising chickens and really seriously growing food. And, you know, and we've made that real hard lifestyle change, but it is hard. It's not just one thing. There's no magic pill to cure everything or magic, you know, drops that you put in your water, even if they call it the magic cure all, it still doesn't cure everything. So um, anyway, so yeah, I'm really excited because we've been on this path for for healing. And, and the reason that we brought you on here, not for us, um, and that we've been bringing all of these doctors on is because we have so many people in our lives that we look at them and we see how bad their jab injuries are and they don't see it. They don't recognize it. They won't admit it. We're starting to break through the, the cracks in the walls, but people when, are asking questions. Yeah. What do I do? Where now, do I go? Now, how do I heal myself from this poison those, death shot that the government tricked me to put in my arm? What, what do I do? Cause now the guilt's coming out, the remorse, um, the, the buyer's remorse, so to speak, that and, now they're flooding. And we're really afraid that if their walls just fall and we don't have a, a, An answer. A, something to give them some kind of hope to give them, then they're going to die just from despair. Yeah. Well, the most dangerous thing you can have in America is really good medical insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so if you're afraid that you, you know, you're not going to have access to doctors, you should be praising God that you won't because they're not the answer. And yet I, I acknowledge that some of them have outgrown their training and are doing the things that I do. And uh, we're working and cooperating together and collaborating like never before because of the failure of medicine's response to COVID other than a few doctors that many of you know now. But even there, even there, we can see much improvement by relying less and less on pharmaceutical interventions. However, uh, they have helped in some cases. And we'll look at the damage I said is primary to the endothelial tissue of the vascular system, primarily, not exclusively. And it can be anywhere in the body. But if you produce because of synthetic mRNA telling your, your, your DNA, this is what we want you to do. We're programming you to produce these nanometer or 10 nanometer size spike proteins that just puncture and damage and inflame uh, single cell by single cell by single cell. And you recognize that the endothelium of the vascular system, in other words, that inner layer of the arteries in the venous system is a single cell layer thick. And when you start puncturing that, you create, you know, uh, coagulation issues, bleeding issues, oxygenation issues, so many uh, aspects of what we rely upon. And, and if you realize how much of surface area we're talking about in the in the body if you unfurled if you will unraveled all of the endothelial tissue and opened it up it would cover six tennis courts six full tennis courts that's a lot of surface area that's being damaged and injured and any one of those could result in the sudden death we keep hearing about so what do we know keeps the endothelial layer the vasculature in strength elasticity and an in integrity and I think of this also in terms of comic books like the Marvel series, the X-Men, right? Particularly Wolverine. If you get this imagery, so, Wolverine, you can't kill because he regenerates faster than he, he degenerates. Mm -hmm. That's a concept that I want people to have in, in their minds as I'm talking about uh, a way out of this mess. That we have the capacity to regenerate faster than we degenerate. But just like you've said, it's not one thing, it's many things. And even the thing we will talk about, this Cardio Miracle product that I utilize, 
it's not one thing in there either. It's a symphony of things that provide this amazing response because it, it recognizes it's not one thing. There might be a goal. There might be a few mental, uh, significant goals within that mass of things that have the most impact. And we're targeting that as well. But you're right. It's not one thing. We've got to look at this. And there may be almost too much information to share with you and the audience today, but I will do my best to make it as simple as possible to understand the way out of this mess. They're pretty smart. We've had quite a few doctors on talking about, uh, honestly, a lot of the same things. So I'm excited to have you on to bring maybe a different perspective. All right, great. So if we look at how do we uh, ma maintain integrity of the connective tissue, there are some key minerals I'm going to uh, mention. One of the most protective minerals is selenium. Selenium is like, it's vilified by medicine, especially cancer doctors. They're afraid of selenium. They'll tell you, don't take too much selenium. In the meantime, they poison you with chemo that can kill a horse. But stay away from selenium. But selenium is the most protective mineral in terms of anti-cancer, anti-inflammation, and also the facilitation of many liver functions, cellular production of uh, the detoxification um, uh, molecules, if you will. We talk about NAC as a precursor to glutathione, but selenium is critical for the conversion into the active form, the glutathione peroxidase. Selenium's in what we're going to be talking about. Another aspect of protection of the vascular system is copper. Copper is, well, used to be abundant, but in the last 70, 80 years, it's been reduced because of chemical farming practices down to about 80% lower than it once was. And how many of you eat liver every week or every day or two or three times a week? Very I, few. I love liver, but real real quick. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I'm actually, I'm at RH negative blood, and there, I know there's quite a few other people in here that are RH negative, which... Mm -hmm. Um, we've come to find out as, as copper-based blood versus an iron-based blood of RH positives, we have more copper in our blood. Um, do we then need more copper? Yeah. Well, I, think, I take selenium with copper all the time. Excellent. Well, think about selenium and copper work together to protect the microcapillary bed and the cardiac protein, the heart protein. So you're, you're on the right track already, which is great. We're going to be more comprehensive than that, but this is so important that you understand that. Now, RH negative, RH positive, we all need copper. In fact, everybody pretty much without exception that has been given a diagnosis of anemia in their lifetime isn't because they lack iron. They lack copper. You cannot utilize iron appropriately in the absence of copper. Copper allows for iron's full potential in, in terms of oxygen carrying capacity in the blood. So many aspects of iron that's necessary that become toxic in the absence of copper. And many people are told wrongly they have too much copper if they have a, after a, a cardiac event, a heart attack, they get a copper test and their copper is sky high. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're copper toxic. These morons called medical doctors can't even conceive of the fact that the body is dumping copper into the vascular system to re reduce the inflammation that could kill you because copper is a systemic anti-inflammatory mineral. It manages cytokine storms and people are dying from category six cytokine storms. So copper is very critical as well in that regard. And in terms of production of energy, copper works with magnesium to produce the ATP necessary for the energy to continue in the body. So you, you don't succumb to all of the devastation that we're seeing right now. Now, this leads me again to another aspect of what was discovered. I think it was back in 1998 now. Uh, and it was like the miracle of the year. It was a miracle molecule of the year. The Nobel Prize was awarded for its discovery. And we're talking about nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, which people are somewhat in the know about. A lot of athletes are into producing more nitric oxide. They'll go on beats and they'll do L-arginine and citrulline and things. And they'll get a sudden boost of nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is important because it's responsible for both the relaxation and the constriction 
of the endothelium, the entirety of it. And that includes the lymphatic uh, movement. Of course, that lymphatic drainage is important for detoxification. And so uh, John Hewlett, the man who's a friend of mine now, uh, was uh, pursuing me for a couple of years, telling me about this formula that he developed when he, he was on death's door, literally on the operating room table when he was 55, uh, back in uh, around 2005. And he survived, thanks to God, and prayed to God for help. And he uh, found or developed a formulation to produce this nitric oxide, but in a different way that we would find out later. And of course, people that know about L-arginine and citrulline and beets, and there's a number of things that can spike the production of nitric oxide. But what people don't realize if they do that, even with a lot of good things, that spike is very short-lived. And of course, you'd have some benefit because you can relax the smooth walls and all the endothelial benefit. But there's something that's uh, that rises almost identical in terms of quantity to the nitric oxide when you simply boost it and not understand the bigger picture. And that's a dangerous, dangerous free radical called peroxynitrite. So you have this wonderful benefit of nitric oxide going up, and then you have this corresponding rise of a very powerful inflammatory component that can create a whole lot of problems. And so when John put this cardio miracle together, he had been inspired to include a lot of organic uh, fruits, vegetables, concentrations that have a very powerful antioxidant capacity to counteract oxidative damage and stress or oxidative molecules like peroxynitrate. Now, he didn't realize why he was doing it, but when he took this formula to one of the top researchers on nitric oxide on the planet in Ohio, at Ohio I believe it was Ohio, Ohio University or Ohio State, I've got it uh, listed here, but Tadeusz Malinsky, uh, doctor, PhD, researcher, and he flooded the endothelial cells with this formula, this cardio miracle formula, he found sh absolutely shocked by this, that it rather than spike the nitric oxide production, it sustained the production over 24 hours and it countered the corresponding rise of the peroxynitrite. So it completely countered the negative aspect of the rise of nitric oxide. So you had all of the benefit and it sustained and none of the detriment. And then you now have the ability to regenerate and clear the arteries that have been clogged due to a lot of inflammatory cascades, uh, different aspects of uh, heavy metals and other things that spike proteins now, as we talk about, that damage and inflame the walls that necessitate repair, if you will. And this was the facilitation of the recovery. This guy shouldn't even be alive today. Was it almost 20 years later? And he is a miracle. And as I studied the research, because this was peer-reviewed published research I'm talking about now, it, it opened my eyes to say, my guys, this is not just hype. This is not marketing. I'm very skeptical of things because I've been doing broadcast media, you know, for this is almost 24 years now. So I'm, I look at everything with a jaded eye and go, all right, I hear what you're saying. Let me dig deeper. So it took a couple of years before I was willing to try it. And I'll get into what happened when I did try it. But I'm going to tell you a few more things, unless you want me to pause if you have questions thus far, because there's, okay. The, the, nitric, the nitric oxide I find interesting because I was a big bodybuilder. Yes. Uh, nitric oxide is in a lot of the bodybuilding supplements that are right. out there today. I had absolutely no idea it was good for me at the same time. Yeah. I actually thought it was horrible mm -hmm. because it made me feel like my, my face was like, I get pins and needles all over my face. I get the, the cherry cheeks. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was bad. I had no idea that was good. I, well, there, there is the goodness there. But remember, we've just acknowledged now a corresponding rise to something that is very inflammatory that might not have been good. So you got the good and the bad and no one really has figured this out. And that's what Malinsky, the doctor said to, to John, you don't realize what you've done. John says, what do I do? I don't know what I did. 
you you finally figured out what we've been trying. They've tried to do it through drugs, right? Synthetic molecules. You did it with organic natural substances and you counteracted the negative aspect of the rise of the peroxy nitrite that would create problems going forward, even though you want the nitric oxide. So you have this again, this the rise of the good, the reduction of the bad and sustaining it. And so you have this ability not just to get a, a quick burst, but to build each and every day. So we talk about regeneration faster than you degenerate and which is what we have to do is myocarditis pericarditis damage to the heart muscle and you know they say there's nothing you can do about it. of course god's medicine for the heart is the hawthorn berry in, in homeopathy that's crataegus you can you can stop and reverse congestive heart failure with the hawthorn berry so when they tell you you can't repair these things this is big pharma telling you there's no hope come to us we'll give you a drug and we'll bankrupt you and your family and then you'll die I mean, this is a horrible, horrible system. Uh, as you can tell, I'm so over it. I, I try to be nice about it, but there's just not a lot of nice things I can say about it. I, I completely understand. I'm allergic to just about everything synthetic. So mm -hmm. um, to the I'll either break out in hives or it, it can kill me depending on what it is. So I just avoid all of it. Um, but something I, I want to go back to real quick. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about, you know, magnesium and copper and iron and selenium mm -hmm. and, and all, all of these things. Um, how many milligrams a day well, should we hold, have? Hold on, hold on. The, the one thing I wanted to bring up, a, a lot of times when you buy these supplements over the counter at the drugstore or from Amazon or whatever, yeah. the, it's again, it's a buyer beware market. Just like we were talking about last night with the C60 and, and CBD and, and all of it. It's a buyer beware market. You really have to be careful that you're getting a good quality organic, something made from plants, not made from, you know, you can get calcium where they literally grind up concrete and put yeah. it in a bottle. Like that's not, you can't process that. So you really have to be careful. So are those, are those minerals, are those essential minerals in, in this as well? That's what we're, yeah, that's what we're talking okay. about. By the way, I wrote this book with my buddy Ty Bollinger some years ago, Unlock the Power to Heal. We talk about that very thing about whole food supplementation, that food is your medicine, right? Once again, and I understand they can synthesize all kinds of things that are sort of natural. And there may be a benefit that of, uh, with less detriment than certain toxic components of big pharma, but it's not the same thing as food as medicine. And this is where we're going with this cardio miracle formula as well. And now there's a lot of emphasis on vitamin D rightfully. So the sunshine vitamin, it's a, it's a complex hormone. It's not just one thing. Uh, but a lot of people are taking it. It's fat soluble. They're accumulating it and not getting the benefit out of it. And that's always been a concern of mine. It's like, even if something's good, if you take it and can't use it, it can become bad. And so what we found with the analysis of the myriad of pathways that are benefited by all of the ingredients working in a symphony in the cardio miracle, that they found that it would take the stored vitamin D and stimulate its transition into the active form. I was like, Oh, this is this is stunning beyond belief because I even though I'm a, a, a fan supporter of the use of vitamin D, I feel like a lot of people are not getting the benefit out of it. And this is one of the reasons the pathways are not working or functioning because they're lacking a lot of these minerals. It's, it's not one thing. It's everything working together. And so now we found a way to activate the stored D so that you don't have to take as much for one. But that which you have already or are taking or exposed to the sun is now fully engaging as opposed to just hanging out and being stored, 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 you can't use it. So activating it. Now, one other process, I'm trying to keep it, again, simple as possible. One other process that we're dealing with is a deficiency of a process called autophagy. Autophagy. It's a fancy way of saying you take the debris from cellular metabolism and other things, and you've got to clear it from the cell and or recycle it for additional use. And both of those things are 
supposed to happen all the time. Yet many people do not have a good functioning autophagy because of the, the, the standard American diet, lack of exercise, any number of things. And so they have a, a debilitation of the cells at that deep metabolic level, then compounded further by the spike proteins and everything else that's coming in uh, with these COVID jabs. Just taking, you know, you're on the edge already and now you're done. And so this process is what normally you stimulate into more efficiency via fasting. People know that when they fast, one of the enhancements is enhanced cleansing of the cells, autophagy processes. And this formula was found and is found to enhance that process as if you were fasting. So whether you fast or not, you're going to get benefit. Or if you fast, you can utilize the cardio miracle to enhance the fast, the targeting of the metabolic recovery and regeneration of these processes that are so critical. So th this is just the shortest version I can tell you in the time we have together already, that'd be enough. And there's more, but let's pause for a moment. If you have questions about that. Well, you know, it's really funny. We were just talking before the show because we had um, autophagy written down from our guest last night as well. From and Dr. Joe. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Joe um, Newsma. And uh, and when we sat down before the show and we're doing our, our pre-show thing and and Mick circled it. And I, was I like, went to I went into my medical records um, and I was looking around because I could have sworn I've seen that that word before. And I was like, where have I seen that before? I went back into my medical records in the hospital. They could not control my blood sugar. They couldn't control like one day I got a sugar pill and that same day I got an insulin shot. I mean, that's how screwed up my system was. Well, I didn't eat breakfast and lunch ever. He only ever. eats dinner. So I he, only eat he, dinner. he basically does a 24 hour fast almost every day. Right. Or I mean, he eats one meal a day. It's always at the same time. Mm -hmm. And his body's used to that. He went into the hospital and they're feeding him too much. They were feeding me three meals a day and my, my body didn't know what to do with all this extra stuff. Yeah. And so I saw it, my medical records right there when they were trying to figure out what was wrong with my diet. Cause I stayed an extra, I don't know, a couple months in the hospital because of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they were trying to figure out what was wrong with my doctor and my doctor had written down in very horrible, horrible handwriting. Horrible handwriting. <laughs> it just said autophagy and he circled it. And I was like, what does that That's mean? That's where I've seen that before. Yeah. I knew I've seen it and, before. And now we understand why he had to spend an extra three months in the hospital because they were feeding him too much and it wasn't good food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense now. Yeah. So they'll kill you in the hospital. If you're in a hospital, make sure you can get out fast. If not, get people to bring you real food because they'll kill you with the food, not much less the drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a disaster there. And, well, and that, you know, that was one of the biggest things about what they did to us with COVID because I learned with all of his surgeries and, you know, there are some excellent surgeons. The one thing that Western medicine has gotten right is trauma, yeah. right? We deal with trauma incredibly well. Everything else they suck at, but trauma is fantastic. Um, but when, when you're in the hospital, you have to have someone there with you all the time. You have to have an advocate mm -hmm. at your side all the time. I didn't leave his bed. I was seven months pregnant and they were making me go take naps in the nurse's lounge because I refused to leave the hospital because, I mean, they... Yeah you know, bells and whistles are going off and no one cares. I'm like, Hey, his, his saline bag is empty. You need to change his IV. You need to have someone on top of them all the time. Not that they don't care. They're just busy. They're overwhelmed. They're overworked. And there's one nurse taking care of 12 people in a 12 hour shift. And there's just not enough time to do everything. And, you know, they have to have someone there. That's why they didn't allow people to go into the hospitals with their loved ones during COVID because, then they had no advocates and then they could just yeah. let them die. They wheel them in one way and right out the back door, right? In a body bag. Murder for money. A hundred percent.
They're if you have nice. if you haven't interviewed Scott Shera and the, the loss of his yeah. daughter Grace, yeah, you yes. understand. It's not yes. mild what I'm saying. I can't say it strongly enough. No, it's it's you know. it's it's uh, pre Nazi Germany, 1933, all over again. Yeah. You know, yeah. you understand. It. I don't have to tell you. So yeah. that makes it easier for me to communicate yeah. what we're communicating now to get people back on top of where they need to go and what you need to do. Uh, by the way, if you want to, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people don't like to eat liver. You, There are organic grass fed kind of uh, liver concentrates that are food. That's another option. Um, I utilize also the sovereign copper, which is a bioactive form of copper that comes in micrograms in water. Uh, and it has copper one, copper two, which is the form that you would ultimately have to break down the copper in release for the, the, the bioavailability, bioactivity, and all the myriad of pathways that are beneficial. So at microgram dosages, you can get tremendous benefit and not worry about toxicity. I think we're, again, we're, we're taught to fear the wrong things because they'll say copper, oh, isn't that toxic? Isn't that dangerous? Like selenium. I'm like, dude, do you understand they're telling you to be afraid of the very things that will save your life? Of course they are. Do you, do you think they that's work too well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, y'all don't don't knock a good liverwurst sandwich with some um, natural mayonnaise and uh, raw red onions. That is wow. the bomb. okay. I'm coming over for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> not my house. Not. Sorry, <laughs> liverwurst. He's, he's not allowed to make it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have I have to go out for that. One. Yeah, oh, okay. right. well, we I, I love liver. Liver yeah. and onions is the best. Liver I know. And I, I is, love, oh my god, it's I so love good. Liver too, but yeah. You it's, can you can take it in the supplemental form or just drink it like this, and you're not going to have a problem with that. So, uh, coming back to the regeneration faster than we degenerate, the, the the sustained nitric oxide production facilitates also regeneration, healing of tissue. Uh, so much of what we have to counteract faster than we are again degenerating. Now, as I mentioned these other minerals as well because I want people to understand how this fits into the bigger picture. But you know, if I hold up this big old tub of Cardio Miracle and you begin to read everything that's in it, you'll begin to understand how comprehensive this is. It's a, it's a simple powder, uh, and it, it basically you add this to water every day, a teaspoon, level tablespoon, whatever, but it usually comes with a scoop. Put that in water, mix it in, and drink it down. It tastes, for the most part, it tastes pretty good. They have to cover up some things, but all clean stuff. And I'll tell you my experience, because when I started Cardio Miracle, I had already you know been 26, 7, 8 years eating cleanly and doing things. So I'm already a pretty fit. I go in a, a kickbox. I do a lot of great things that keep me strong. And yet when I tried this, what happened for me was the next level of fitness I was achieving that in my mid now almost late fifties, I'm running circles around many of these kids in their thirties and their twenties. And we have these challenges of the week that happen at this gym and you could see your heart monitor, you're where you see, you know, where's what zone you're in. I'm, you know, cruising through these exercises and I'm barely in what they call the yellow zone, which is optimal for the greatest workout. I'm having, I'm struggling to get to the yellow zone because the efficiency with which my cardiovascular system is working, the heart is pumping hardly at all relative to all these other people that are in the red zone going, dude, you're going to explode. This is dangerous because I have an efficiency of delivering the oxygen, bringing up the CO2, all the things that it does because the endothelium is working. Um, you know, resting pulse rate around 50 and blood pressure ridiculously low. And many people are not there. They're not starting there. 
So many people are like, oh, man, I'm not in that shape. But even even some of the guys at the gym that I've connected to this that were in that red zone within a week or two, they're already now in the yellow zone because the efficiency of their vasculature is back on track for sustained nitric oxide production. That's what is happening. So wherever you're starting, there's a great benefit. That's why it took me a while because I'm like, you know, I'm doing all this stuff. Why do I need that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the assault on the, the endothelium, which is all what COVID was and is primarily, not exclusively, but primarily, that's where we need to focus. And that's where we can save lives. Now, I, I don't have time to go into homeopathic medicine and things that we can do. In addition, there are always other adjuncts, but I would ask you pray for guidance because sometimes you're overwhelmed. To, you know, like you're, you're pr- paralyzed by it. there's too much to do, even if it's just one thing. You know, whether it be copper, selenium, or cardio miracle, make that part of your daily thing. It replaces a lot of things too, because there's so much nutrients, so many whole foods in it that you might not need to do a lot of the things you're doing now. So you can make it more efficient as you move through the day. You could take scoops one, two, three, five times a day if you're in t- real trouble and you're not harmed by it, not toxic at all. Or you can do it like I do as a maintenance once a day. Or if I'm traveling, I might do it twice a day. But I've seen my producer on my show, the Robert Scott Bell show. He's had migraines for years and years and years. Every month he would be knocked out. I mean, the devastating, you get tunnel vision, nausea, everything. And he started the cardio miracle for us. I said, let's put super Don on it. Like, Hey, Mikey, let's get Mikey. He likes everything. Well, super Don, he'll do, he'll do this. And so he started, he's like, this is great. He started drinking it. I don't know. It might've been six months later. He looked back and was like, dude, I haven't had a migraine in six months. What is that? So I, I got to ask this question. Yeah. I had a heart attack. Uh, I know a lot of our sort listeners of. have. Um, my, I, I, I pissed him off to the point where he just had a, a little heart <laughs> fart. All right. It was a big heart fart. But anyway. Yeah. It was a little heart fart. Mm-hmm. With that, <laughs> this will, I, I'm going to guess because I'm all about finding out another way other than the pills to fix my heart, my blood pressure, my cholesterol level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found a lot of real big help in CBD um, and all of its various forms. And I got to tell you, my blood pressure has never been better. I have um, 120 over 86. Nice. And and that's exactly where you want to be. That's perfect. Um, actually, perfect would be 120 over 70. I still got a little work to do. The, the but, great thing about the heart attack was that he quit the he had to quit the fire department, which meant I could get him on THC on top of CBD. Right. And his blood pressure is so low now. He it's is off. Well. It's off of everything. Yeah. It's but it's yeah. dropped all the other drugs. The pain's gone. Everything else is gone. But now what I'm looking to do is repair the damage I've already done to my heart. Right. And how does this affect, do you know people, like I come from a different background than you do. Mm -hmm. And I have the don't stop, like, it doesn't matter. You can cut my legs off and I'll say it's tis a flesh wound and I'll I'll (laughs) gnaw your kneecaps off. But that being said, I come from a different background and is this going to have, you know, what is it going to do for my heart? Yeah. And this is primarily where people are, are normally encountering the Cardio Miracle product, like where you are. They've been through so much like that's John Hewlett's story. The man that developed this, he was on death's door. There's no explanation for him to be alive, much less thriving, uh, you know, almost 20 years after he was on the table with his heart, you know, open heart scenario. So I'm talking about an extreme great example of you're already fit. You're already doing, you think I don't need anything more. Right. And I did it. I'm like, holy crap. There was a whole other level or layer for you. You're starting at a point of injury like many people. 
And so when we talk about, again, the regeneration, it's all about the minerals. But again, the minerals play a role in the production of all kinds of things, much less the metabolic pathways, workability. We have the capacity to regenerate. As we age, we produce far less nitric oxide. That's partly due to a lack of, uh, you know, good nutrient uh you know, dense foods. We, we've not eaten them. I didn't eat them in my first 24 years because I was you know, standard American diet kid. So part of the process of what a cardio miracle is doing is supplanting or re, re uh, initiating the minerals that were lost through food and then facilitating with certain amino acids, like I said, L-arginine, citrulline and things like that, the production of this critical miracle molecule so that you can begin to accelerate regeneration, restore integrity to the actual physicality, if you will, the, the structure of the vasculature, the endothelium. And of course, we talked about some of the other minerals that play a role within this, or if you do them as adjuncts, like the selenium-copper connection in terms of cardiovascular health. And I will throw another mineral out there that should be considered uh, is silicon or silica. And that's been ripped out of the food supply as well. So if you read my book, Unlock the Power to Heal, or if you just come on over to my show, robertscottbell.com is the website, I talk about these things all the time. We have links to get the right kind because just like you, I'm concerned people are going to get to synthetic forms that don't work or maybe harmful. So I focal point on teaching people about the concepts that you know and then getting them connected to the things that I know and utilize because they are, in fact, food. And so for those that are confused and like, where do I go? You go on Amazon, you're not going to be told, you know, the differences. You're probably going to get stuff that's compromised. So uh, I would just urge you to continue to do your homework research. And again, prayer is an important part of what I believe that led me out of the mess that I was in. I would not be alive today if it weren't for that. But I had to be opened up to the reality that modern medicine is not the only way. I know I'm being kind right now to say it that way, but I wasn't opened because I didn't know. It was the only thing I knew. And so all of us are confronting our belief systems, our dogmas, et cetera, that limit our capacity to heal because we, we take the lies that they tell us as gospel. Oh, the heart can't regenerate. Oh, the brain can't regenerate. Again, all lies, deceptions to keep you, you know, on the pharmaceutical farm, so to speak, or plantation. And I don't like to play that game at all. In fact, I was, you know, very much a, re a rebel against all of that and uh, continue to do so on broadcast uh, media two hours a day, six days a week. Uh, so the introduction to make it simple for people, if, you, if you're like, I'm overwhelmed by all it, just do this, just start here. So uh, that's we, where we I'm going to start. Yeah, we have people you've got to go. Yeah, we have people asking where can they find it um, or where, where can they get it? I know we want to try it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to order it like uh, as yeah, soon as the show is going to order it because and, and we, you know, we tell our audience we don't we won't sell anything until mm -hmm. we personally tried it and, had, you know, a satisfactory result because we just we won't do that. Um, but we are definitely going to go out and and um, I, I'm definitely get interested just for yes. the ticker alone. And then, uh, you know, and then and then we'll we'll go from there. So. Um, we have 15 minutes. I, yeah, we're okay. I, I just dropped the link in, oh, by the way. Sorry, my bad. That's okay. okay. I didn't know if you had a link already, but I, I just dropped the link in that I share with my audience as well. Okay. And you're welcome to click on that because you get like 20% or more off. It's the best way That's to start. Awesome. And, you know, it's a money back guarantee. Again, it's yep. not technically my product, honestly. I'm just, I'm, in, yep. I'm genuinely and passionately enthused by this because of what it's done for people I love and care about. Normally. Normally, that's the best way to find them. When you find people like that who are willing to do that. Honestly, that's how we are. We found this toothpaste. And I know you're um, you're an expert in, in copper and silver, right? Um, as far as it works for us. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, obviously. Colloidal silver. He, he could yeah. not. I could not get him off the fluoride toothpaste for the longest time. He loved mm -hmm. his crest with scope and it was just. Wow. 
I know it was so bad. Taste buds but, are so corrupted. <laughs> but we but we went to uh, we went to Reckoning Fest in Texas, and uh, I met this guy Larry, and he sells or he developed this fresh mouth tooth toothpaste, and it is a um, fluoride free nano silver toothpaste. And it's amazing. And like the berry kind comes with an, el- you know, elderberry and a vitamin C boost and all this. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I always hated to brush my teeth because I hated the toothpaste. And now I'm like, I can't wait to brush my teeth. I brush my teeth like twice a day. And it's the same thing. I never thought I'd be selling toothpaste, but I'm so enthusiastic about this product because it makes, it makes such a difference. Your mouth is the first line of defense for your biome. And if you're brushing your, your teeth and they also have this, um, UV, uh, toothbrush cleaner. So, you know, cause there's more poop on your toothbrush than there is on your toilet bowl cleaner. So if you're brushing your, your, your mouth with literal p- poop, like that's yeah. not healthy. So anyway, I I'm, I'm with you. Like I'm that's where so you've got the silver to counteract the poop as well. Even if you don't that's have the UV. That will, that will <laughs> yes. I, mean, yes. I mean, I don't know if anybody believes that there's really a space station up above, but if you do NASA claims that if they, they purify the wastewater on the space station, that the, the guys up there drink, with silver, nanoparticles no, of silver. We, we believe in the firmament. We believe in what the Bible tells us is what the world is, which is... Um, flat with a round top. Flat and a- with a firmament and a hollow underneath. So, um, yeah. Anyway, actually, I heard uh, Nick Ken the other day said it was donut shaped. And I was like, our 10-year-old said that. Maybe he's right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what it is. We just know it's not what they tell us because sure. nothing is what they tell us. So Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. What is your show real quick? Again, just put your show out there too, please. Yeah. The Robert Scott Bell show, two hours a day, six days a week, robertscottbell.com. As you might imagine, I'm banned on YouTube and I'm banned on Spotify, but thankfully I'm still available on a lot of other networks. In fact, loads of podcast networks carry me. I don't know how that's possible with what I do and say, but somehow we get out there by the grace of God. And of course, by word of mouth, because, you know, big pharma doesn't want this message out there, as you might imagine. So I am greatly appreciative of all that you're doing to help folks, including yourself. And there's nothing wrong in that. In fact, if we don't help ourselves, we can't help anybody else. So uh, the journey we're on to get well, to stay well, I, I'm, I'm inspired by you guys as much as uh, others have said I'm an inspiration for them. But remember, I wasn't always this healthy. <laughs> First 24 years of my life, I was the walking wounded. Uh, so to do what I'm doing, you know, all these years later, decades later, in fact, I believe all healing is possible when you do that, which you are prescribed to do. That is give the body what it needs, remove from it that which it doesn't. And then, of course, we got to clean up our, you know, our emotions, our mind, the spirit, all of that. It's not just physical, but sometimes it is simple as changing something on the physical level that opens us up to handle some emotional trauma a little bit better or a lot Absolutely. better. So whether Absolutely. Whether you get it from one end or the other, I'm not doesn't concern me. Just, I want to give you the, all of the options. And again, that's why we wrote that little handbook, unlock the power to heal. And all of the links, you know, that I talk about, I actually use, um, the banners are on the site. So if you guys want to learn about it, feel free to explore, you know, robertscottbell.com. There's a chapter in the book that's for free download on the gut. That's a big part of the immune system, the interface mm-hmm. digestion, everything. And what took me two years to recover from when I first started at 24, I can help people do in two months or less. Uh, which is pretty significant when it comes to GI distress. So that chapter is available for free. You just down, go down to the bottom of the page and click it. The PDF will pop right up. That, I, I'm going cool. to send your book to my brother because he, he's a son of, trust me, his kids will appreciate me doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> trust the me. The man can clear a house, yeah, he can. but he only does it like once a week. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Do you guys ever head out on the road or do events? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 
because I love doing that. I was at the Reawaken America tour last month. I'm going to do a big uh, health event in uh, Orlando in January. And then uh, we've got one uh, in Atlanta area in February and then back in, in April in Utah. So there's an upcoming events app too. Excellent. Where people, what we've got big events that we get together and actually help one another in person. I think we need to get together. They tried to stop us from doing that, obviously, because they know when they divide us, they separate us out. They can you know, pretty much easily control and manipulate us. So any opportunity we have to get together is a good thing to do. No, there's been a couple of places that we've been. And one of the things, you know, we always pick up on the weird stuff. I don't know mm -hmm. why it is. Mm -hmm. But like when we were down at Reckoning Fest and we got that toothpaste, we got these metals, they're grounding yeah. metals. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it's been amazing with what that's Now, if done. I don't wear it, I will literally fall over. <laughs> like, I just, I like trip over myself. It's crazy. Well, you but used I'm, to do that before you exactly, wore the metal. That's why exactly. I got you the metal. And now I'm, I'm steady and solid. It's fantastic. Um, but what, you know, what you were saying about us all getting together, that was actually kind of the purpose of, of us doing this hope and healing series, um, uh, because at the end of which I don't know that it's ever going to end, but at some point here soon, um, probably the end of January, I want to bring on, um, the, the healers that we've talked to individually and bring kind of bring everyone on, on a panel and, and we'll just sit back in the color in the corner and color and let y'all talk about successful things, you know, that you've done to, to treat jab injured patients and, and have that open discussion and talk, you know, about what, what works and what doesn't. And have you tried this with this? Because that's as much what we need to do. Um, we've lost that. We've lost that, you know, throwing the kitchen sink at it and, and, you know, seeing what, what state, what floats and, you know, seeing what goes down the drain, that kind of a thing. Um, you know, now it's just, I don't know. It's like, it, it's a, it seems like every healer is a one man Island these days. Yeah. Well, this is what I've seen in the past three years or so because of COVID there are good things that have come out of it, including that cooperation and collaboration, the recognition that we have to come together and share notes. What's working for you? What's not? You know, I've had even Peter McCullough, who's, you know, very famous now, is one of the top cardiologists on the planet. And mm -hmm. going, what, you know, I, I I did a thing with him on stage at an event. I talked about copper at that event. He was like, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't learn any of that in medical school. I mean, there, there's a humility there among the medical profession now that it, it needed to be there that, look, you learn drugs, you learn and you surgery. OK, that's great. But what about all the rest? How does the body function? And that's, you know, been our focus and specialty. And when we talk about natural medicine, naturopathic medicine, homeopathic medicine, et cetera. And so that I see is a, a spirit of cooperation, collaboration that I haven't witnessed in my entire career until this happened. So as much as it's a disaster on so many levels, it may have been what is needed to wake those of us who are willing to be woken out of our slumber and or arrogance to come together and work together and communicate and talk and listen. And my gosh, the amazing things that are occurring, maybe because of the disaster we're witnessing and, and still living through. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's true of so much. Our eyes have been open to so, so many things that have been permeating our society for so long that we just weren't aware of, you know, I mean, everything from literally everything. I mean, from from how bad our education system is, the food to, pyramid. To, to, I mean, yeah, the food pyramid. We can keep going down to, the line. You know, uh, all of our, uh, I think, all of our uh, elected officials, at least presidents, regardless of party, have been selected, not elected. Probably going back to the beginning, um, we're just we're figuring all of this out now, and and it took this. 
I don't know. Pandemic. Um, Revelations. There's a reason why they call it revelations in the Bible. Honestly, if you, if y'all, if you don't see that right now we're in revelations because literally every day is a revelation. We learn something new about our world that we didn't know before. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, Thank you so much for coming on. This is absolutely fantastic. I am, uh, I'll be hitting you up or Kevin up yeah. here uh, soon to invite you back on for that, that panel discussion. Um, sure. Cause uh, I think it's a really good thing for our audience to see as well, you know, to, to see doctors actually talking about like yeah. possible other ways to cure something other than, well, let's just prescribe them another drug. Yeah. Oh, because who, that makes sense. Who, who was the last vendor that was in my office? I'm sure they gave me a free sample and a kickback. Let me prescribe you this drug. What was your symptoms again? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you guys are doing such great work, uh, and the fact that you're not "quote unquote" doctors is is important. Honestly, that we need to get back beyond the thing that experts, people with degrees, licenses—that's the only way we get there. They have led us down a disastrous road to see what we're witnessing today. And I, again, I'm not opposed to education, other things, but the reality is the education system has been corrupted so far beyond re recovery that you don't learn how to think. They tell you what to think. But if you think critically, they'll be drumming you right out of that profession. And yeah. as that's what we're seeing, the attack on the, the doctors that are doing or at least attempting to do better. Uh, they are denigrated. They, you know, they're threatened with loss of licensure. Yeah, but there's life beyond licensure. There's life beyond degrees. Uh, we can bring that uh, what we call the tribal knowledge and tribal healing that has existed, pre-existed modern medicine for thousands of well, whatever the millennia you want to measure it in. And it's got to come back. Uh, and uh, that's what we're in the midst of, uh, you know, some kind of renaissance, if you will. I think it's a spiritual renaissance as well, because uh, oftentimes when things go wrong or bad, the economy, et cetera, then suddenly, you know, there are no atheists in a foxhole. Uh, suddenly find, people find God again. Uh, I, I, you know, I wish it wasn't that it has to happen that way. But oftentimes when things are going well, you're like, what do I need God for? Well, when you can choose it when things are going well, that's impressive to me. Uh, but it it is what we're experiencing now. People are going to find out that they're going to have to rely on something that's beyond, you know, institutions of higher indoctrination uh, to gain that level and knowledge of healing that, you know, transcends well beyond any institution. Uh, but not to say that the science is all bad. There's fascinating things. Science is trying to understand, learn about the, the creation we live in. It's not, it shouldn't compete. It isn't a competition. It's like, wow, let's learn about creation. That's real science. And when you find out all of these things, do all of these things to regenerate this body, how awesome is that? Now we can actually live our full potential and, you know, explore our mission further and have a passion for life. We hadn't when we were just like the walking wounded. Uh, so all of this is so exciting to me. So I'm excited to meet you guys for the first time. Anytime you need help, just give me a holler. I'd be happy to awesome. help out. We, we appreciate it. I, before sir. you go, I just want to leave you with something that I think you'll find interesting. You know what the meaning of DNA is? The actual meaning when you break it down the words, deoxyribonucleic acid. Deo is God. XY is man. Mm -hmm. Ribo is function. Nucleic is inside and acid is fire. So it's literally God, man, function, inside fire. Beautiful. I love DNA. Root word uh, analysis is so great to get to original meaning. I, I love doing that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, God Either is way. inside of all of us. Yes. You just have to reconnect to him. Reconnect to your mm -hmm. soul. Anyway. All right. Sure. Thank you. Right. In touch. We appreciate it, night. sir. Have a great night. All right. Take care. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. All, all right. right. There you go. Robert go. Scott Bell. Hey, go get some of this cardio I, I, uh, you spell his name right, please, with a C and not Sot. He's, I, not, he's not a Sot. He did that, not me. <laughs> he did that. I just copy okay. and paste it. <laughs>
So it's a C. I just copy and paste it, folks. Okay. Get off my break. <laughs> Fuck. Holy shit. Anyway. Mm. All right, y'all. Chill out in the chat. Our our wolf pack is savage, but let's Rough. be nice to the new people. This is how we Rough. we uh, you know we we love y'all. Um and uh, last rights, our chat is savage and they are rather protective. They um are. but we're we're all a big we family here and, and we love everybody. So but right um, now. You know, yeah, let's let's all let's Just, all get high and chill. Okay. Yeah, let's smoke <laughs> Seriously. A bone. Smoke a bone. <laughs> Keep smacking your mic, babe. I will, but not with the beer can like you did. <laughs> yeah, well, that was an accident. Here, hit that, I'll get you a beer. Because I'm a good wife like that. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> anyway. So what the fuck you guys do today? I, I shit was not today like a crazy day. I, who was I talking to? Cisco kid, where'd you go? You were talking about it, dude. Well, right. I made. I made a new chat, friend on Substack. Uh, you. So Megan, if up. you got to watch this, welcome. You you brought it up, bro. It is a fucking crazy ass clown world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is upside down. Uh. Tell me what you think about what's going on. Because I don't know if you all heard about the new shit, but the new shit blew me the fuck away this afternoon. What new shit? The fact that they approved the Biavalent booster for infants six months to four years? No, I know about that too, but mm. no, no, that's no, not the not new, that new shit. shit. Okay. The White House came out today, finally, about... Old Hunter's laptop. Mm. You ready for this one? Hmm. It's old news. Oh no, she said that the other day. It's old news. It's I don't no, know no, why no, we're no. Talking about that. It's old news. Biden came out today. Oh, Biden said and it. said it's old news. Let's not forget we traded we traded another arms dealer for a trans lesbian weirdo that got caught with weed in Russia and instead a US a former US Marine who was working at the behest of our government is still in jail. Yeah. So uh, you go actually, ahead and tell me Def Griffin AOC is being investigated, not her aide sweetheart. Yeah, oh it's AOC. It's AOC. Um, I actually, I put the art, we didn't get to it last night, but I put the article on last night's Substack, which I did get out last night. And I got the one from the day before out last night too. And I'm going to get tonight's out tonight. I'm so proud of myself. Yes, but it was AOC is under investigation right now by a uh, joint house Senate. Um, Mr. Something about misappropriation of misappropriations funds? committee. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Just wait. What do you know? We were all wondering how she went from being a broke ass bartender to having a, you know, high rise apparently, apartment and um, apparently, a, whole bunch of, a whole bunch of money for a, a oh, nice wardrobe. She didn't just have a high rise apartment. And, she, and had Tesla. It, she had a uh, high rise. With an infinity pool. Uh, would you stop? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. She had a high rise loft. Mm -hmm. She didn't have a high rise apartment. Mm -hmm. She had a high rise loft. A penthouse with an infinity pool. That's twice as much. That's like a in two million dollar City. apartment. Okay, literally, you're Seriously. paying about that much in New York City a year. Yeah, for that apartment, and she went from living almost on the street to that, like that. So, all right. Oh, and I bought a Tesla. Um, the Democrats are trying to 
screw over the Republicans when it comes to electing Speaker of the House because they have to have a majority. So there are Democrats that are just going to vote present to make that total number smaller. Yeah, but the Democrats recorded as saying present. It's a Democrat. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. It, that does not matter. They can record okay, that vote right, as fine, present. Fine, fine. That will there not affect the vote. There are some Republicans that are talking about now. If Republicans do it, that's an issue. Voting present, right? Um, that's an issue. And because, but it's not who you think it would be. It's not Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because remember, it, it's, no, it's not. not nope. It's not the America First candidates nope. that the GOP went after. No, these are fucking like normal rhinos. Mm -hmm. So why are the rhinos saying no to Kevin McCarthy? Because yeah. Kevin McCarthy in and out of himself is a rhino. Well, because Kevin McCarthy has actually promised to do some investigations and the Speaker of the House is the one that signs the subpoenas. What? 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 And Maxine Waters will not question SBF. SBF. Uh, that's oh, it. That, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? That, they, did, folks. Did he say he was going to show up? Because otherwise they may or may not subpoena him. Anyway. I mean, come on. They're giving him every way out. And no one else is getting a way out. Why? Come on. This is, this is just the way it is. Come on. You, you know that I know that we all know that this is the way it is. We're going to deal with this. It's just, it's all, it's all fucking smoke and mirrors. It's T all, you know, shiny balls, whatever. To all it is. T it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I, I, uh, whoever's going to get into office is going to get into office and they're not going to fucking do anything. So what's the point? I, I, yeah, I think it's stupid. We're going to, this, unfortunately, when this Congress gets called in the session, you all know what a lame deck con Congress is, correct? Yeah, they don't do anything. It's been a fucking lame deck government lame, lame deck Congress. Nothing gets done. That might this, actually be good. This is going to, it's about to happen. All right. They're already talking about shutting the government down. This, this omnibus bill ain't going to pass, folks. They've got way too many Democrats on the House. Um, yeah. The, that holds the strings for the money. Because remember, this went in front of the Senate. The Senate changed it. Now it has to go back in front of appropriations again. Appropriations has to approve the budget. Right now, there are Democrats that are saying no to this budget. Nine trillion dollars. Nine trillion dollars is what our government's asking for. That's insane. We don't even have a bank account in our country with nine trillion dollars in it, I thought it was nine hundred eighty-five billion dollars. No, it's nine trillion. Oh, the nine eighty-five was the smaller bill to get us going Correct. for a couple months. Okay, nine trillion. That would only get us for four months. That's re that's the most ridiculous thing. Like, how many zeros is that? Anybody what, know? I mean, why don't we just fund the entire? A million world. is seven. Uh, a okay. billion is eight. When when no a billion is when Elon 10. bought Twitter for what forty four billion everyone was like you could have fed the entire world for that you could have ended world hunger nine 12? trillion fucking dollars are you kidding me is a trillion twelve zeros uh, can somebody confirm yes, that for yes, us please twelve zeros yes I'm just trying to think about because I can't even imagine it that's the problem no it's fifteen. A billion is 12. A trillion dollars. I can't even imagine the number of zeros. 
see this? I can't fucking even see it. Because I know I will never, ever, ever in my lifetime right. see that amount of money standing in front That's of me. That's nine million. That's nine billion. That's nine trillion. So yeah, it is 12. Holy fuck. See? I had to write it out just so I could figure out how much money that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, what's the point? I mean, they just snapped their. Uh, okay. Wait a minute. No, did no, no. you hear another thing today about I did a country? Hear another thing or today. Somebody purchased so, 300, 300 million pounds? No, 300 tons, tons. Okay. of gold. Last quarter, someone purchased 300 tons of gold, and everyone was like, Who is it? It wasn't someone. No, it no. was a country. It was China. China purchased and they they released it. They came out and admitted it today. They they or yesterday. Um, they bought three hundred tons of gold. And and who is China friends with? Russia and India and Saudi Arabia and Brazil and Brazil. Mm-hmm. And if they all got together and formed their own new world currency, and they'd have to do it super quick, and they'd have to back it with all that gold, and Russia would have to put in its its we commodities, would, oil, silver. They would have to start. Those countries would have to start immediately buying gold, oil, silver, they everything just trade on with each their other. commodity. That's it. They are, I mean, they already sort of started when Russia said that they wouldn't, you know, they would only trade in rubles or whatever. Our dollar? (sighs) Done. That's where it's going. Because you know what our dollar is backed by? Oil. Nothing. We don't, not anymore because we don't have the oil to back it. We we have it, but we won't actually take it out of the ground. So our oil, our dollar is backed by oil that we're begging from the Middle East. Go ahead. That's what our dollar is backed by. Go ahead. You want to, you want to know, this is craziness, right? I, 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 I didn't realize this. Okay. So. When, when you're talking about cash, right? When, when you look at cash, you look, dollars, I mean dollars. Do you know that once you're over a million dollars, they no longer count your money? What do you mean they don't count? They don't count it. They weigh it. Uh-huh. Because between Escobar... And uh, the other family member down there in Colombia from the Fuentes gang, when they arrested them, their books on the weights of how much money weighed was so specific. The federal government adopted it because they could cut five other positions now from people who are aimlessly counting bills to now they just put it on a pallet, weigh it up. Oh, that's how much it is. You think I'm lying to you. You think I'm full of shit. Nope. You want to know how I know? Because when I got sent my first million, uh, that it I was, wasn't ours, by the way, it was just I, what he was responsible for that cash that we just gave out to whomever that was sent to us downrange. They got, I, it came out on a pallet and I had to have a specific scale there. It was Obama style. It was and Obama t- term. They literally. came out with a forklift. They pulled the pallet off. They put it on the pallet. They backed away. They got a weight. They picked it up off the pallet and they told me to sign for it. And I said, wait a minute, how much am I signing for here? The guy's like, it's on the receipt. How do you know it's that much money just by doing that? And that's when I got to explain the whole situation. I was like, holy fucking shit. You start talking about $9 trillion. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't even imagine the weight. How many, how many 
how many pallets of cash did we send uh, to um, Iran to pay for the stolen election? 16. And there was a, how much on each pallet? Uh, roughly a hundred million is what they were guessing. Mm. Mm. Because about a hundred million so is a hundred million dollars is if you're standing in front of a pallet, depending on the breakdown, uh, normally, normally the breakdown of a hundred million dollars is done in eh, normally hundred, sometimes fifties, uh, depends on what the bank has more of that day. Uh, if you get the breakdown of fifties, I believe on a pallet, it stood about four and a half feet roughly because it came right up to underneath my, when I was standing next to it, it came right up to just above my nipples. And that's when I knew exactly how much money I was getting. Okay. I was like, all right. So it's about a hundred, it's about a hundred million dollars in fifties. What was the first tax that Joe Biden put back into effect when he took office? I'd have to go look it back up. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was the death tax. I, I remember I, I, Trump had reduced that, that he got the rid state of it. tax. He yeah, got, got rid, rid of the death tax. The that, death tax. Yeah. And, and the, Joe, federal death tax. the federal death the tax. The states, death tax. it was yeah, yeah, on the yeah, states yeah, yeah, whether or not they keep it. But. Yeah. You know, yeah, feed them to the alligators. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Drive around in diapers. I mean, what's worse? Yeah. Um, okay. But I, 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 I don't know. That just put two and two together for me because we know, we know that Rosemont Seneca was involved in the production of, or the funding of the death jab, the bioweapon mm -hmm. death jab. In case you all don't know, Rosemont Seneca is one of Hunter Biden's companies. And actually he's got what they call, what you normally a, call a ghost presidency mm -hmm. position within the company. You never show up to work. You mm -hmm. never go to work. Mm -hmm. You never leave your house. Uh, except he did get a, a front office and he asked for keys for um, Him, his, his uncle dad and, and his, uncle. his dad, which yep. means his dad was involved in Rosemont Seneca as well. Correct. And they and were involved in the production huge, of They are a huge investment. No, they're not. They're a huge investment firm. They invested in the companies okay. that developed the jab. Yep. That being said, one of the key founders or funders for, especially I know, I know for a fact Pfizer, because I read the emails from fucking Fauci through the Biden laptop and everything back and forth that Rosemont Seneca provided a whole fuck ton of funding to Fauci and his group there mm -hmm. at Pfizer. Mm -hmm. So we know for at least a certainty that Rosemont Seneca is right involved with Pfizer. Now, Moderna and Johnson Johnson. Uh, and they were know. also in, involved with the uh, 23andMe and, yes, and the, they were. All, all that good stuff. And, they and, funded 23andMe, uh, the Human mm -hmm. Genome Project. And Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com Ancestry so, is the only company that I found that funded all three together. And why, why do I bring this up? Because it's all about killing us. With Joe having just... First thing he did was reinstate the death tax, or one of the first things he did was reinstate the death tax. And now here we are, right? Because I was, you know, I'm just thinking, I was thinking today, I was like, man, because everyone's talking about all these people that have died suddenly, and there have been, there's so, so many of them. They weren't broke. Not all of them. No, play that first clip. No, I'm not. No, play I'm that not. first clip. No, I'm not. No, I am not. 
I want to see. Anyway, um, where'd all that money go? All right, so let's see here. I'm looking to see, is there a death tax in the in the current? Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking shitting yeah, me? I told you Joe put it back. It went away Uh huh. because there's a bunch of skips in years here, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I told you. Just so listen to this, folks. You want to hear how fucked up this tax is? Beginning, the beginning. No, this has been around since January 2011. This isn't a state tax. This isn't a death tax. Mm-hmm. Um, a state tax. Same thing. No, it's not. It's not because this has to do with your taxable estate. So beginning January 1st, 2011, there's no break in here. This is straight through. The estate tax has been there since January 2011. Uh, didn't Trump reduce it? Uh, and Joe put it back up. Well, Joe jacked it back up a little yeah. bit, but Trump had it. Trump actually jacked it up from five million to eleven million. So yes, that that means you didn't and have to pay it until it, you made over eleven million. And then he kept it eleven million pretty much mm-hmm. through his presidency. And then when Joe took over, it went from eleven million to twelve million. So that doesn't uh, make sense, though. You you had to pay an estate tax if you made if you had less than eleven million dollars in assets. That's not. Estate descendants survived by spouse may elect to pass it on to the descendants unused exemption for the surviving spouse. The election is made timely and find the estate. tax. Essentially, they're just saying that you can turn it over to your wife and now she has double the time for the estate tax. So if she dies within that time, she has double the time to claim the estate tax and everything's fine. Yeah, there is a sta- there, there is an estate tax and there is a there is a death tax. I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm looking at the IRS. I, I'm looking at all of the independent taxes that are out there, and that is not in there. I don't see death tax. Um, uh, let me see here. Government liaisons. Liaisons. Federal local government. State coop. Nope. I'm not seeing anything about a death tax. I'll even, I mean, I know this is the IRS's site, but I'll look. Death tax. I love typing it, death tax, because I think they're looking for me. Not found. Relevant searches, SOI tax. Um, No, the only one I see here is for foreign death tax. So if you come here Here and you're not a U.S. citizen and you die, yeah, we give you, we tax you. The new death tax in the Biden tax proposal, major tax change. And this is from, this is from Forbes. When? And it was July 15th, 2021. Okay. Okay. Uh, a key and controversial provision of President Biden's tax overhaul proposal will cost families billions of dollars in additional taxes is the proposed shift from step-up basis to carryover basis. Okay. Well, that never got approved. Okay. But that he, never made it. All right. It. Gotcha. All right. But he, he wanted it. In addition, death and gift would be deemed transactions, so heirs would face massive tax bills. Correct. But that never got approved. It never cleared Congress, and it got shut down. That was part of his other fucking ridiculous uh, tax bill that he was going to pass uh, in the first one that they all chopped. That's gone. That doesn't exist anymore. Okay. All right. Well, 
I'm glad it doesn't exist. The fact is he tried to put it in. True. And when was that? July of 2021. Which was before? After the rollout, just as the death waves were starting. Just as a little, Mm. they were just starting. Almost like, hey, I want to make some money on this. Yeah. What's that? Uh, What a death. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. When I read about it, it was fucked up. People having to pay for dead family shit if you sell anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And and if, it was you, a carryover. if yeah. you decide to sell anything, that family gets taxed on what the shit you already bought. You're going to get taxed on the shit you, you sold from your, your your parents' estate. That is that is straight up fucking thievery. I, I don't know how to explain that. There is The taxes have already been paid. You bought the property. The taxes were paid on the property by the people that the primary owners of the property at the time. Doesn't matter. The taxes are up to date. And you're, you're going to tax the kids on something that's already. No, see, this is again. So it, all right. If you, if you live in, say you live in Vegas. Okay. I'll take a, a friend of ours as an example, bought a car. In Vegas, paid all the taxes on the car, had the plates, moved to South Carolina, brought the car with them, went to go get the new plates. And they said, okay, that's $8,000 for ad valorem tax. She said, what the fuck are you talking about? I already paid taxes on the car. In Vegas. In Vegas. She didn't pay taxes on the car here in Georgia. South Carolina. But yeah, got to pay them all over again. Yep. But you already paid the taxes. It's property tax. Doesn't matter. Got to pay them again. Because they fuck you any way they can. Yeah, inheritance tax is not a death tax. That's just part of this estate yeah. tax. I, I'm I'm just saying it. It's technically never got passed. It got shut shit canned. Yeah, death taxes is different. So, um, uh, yeah, from estate tax, death anyway. tax is like what you have on in your account. In all of your accounts, they're frozen. They basically go in there and they say this percentage of the uh, of your account is now the government's. That is what a death tax is. And when you sell your house, so for instance, let's say you lived alone, you were by yourself, you died by yourself, boom, you're dead. Now the state comes in, sells your house. The federal government comes in behind them and says this amount of money that was just made on the purchase of this house is now ours. Yeah, that is a death tax. But no, they're calling this an estate tax. Yeah, I, I agree. Fuck the government. But it, they're calling this an estate tax. And I, I, I disagree with that because that's just robbery. All it is is robbery. I mean, tax, ta- all taxation it's is theft. Fucking robbery. Seriously. They're dipping their hands in your, in your pocket money they didn't make and taking it from you. Can you still gift someone up to $10,000 for free? I don't think so. And- you used to be able I, to. Because now a, they now there they, was a battle. Now plot. they're gonna freaking charge you, you know, they're gonna Some, audit you if you two hundred and fifty fucking years ago. And they said something about taxation without representation. Something I like thought. that. Yeah. Wasn't it, there like Yeah, I wanna so, say that I, was a three percent tax that I, set them I, off? I, I wanna say we had a weird number. It's either three or seventeen. It might have been seventeen. It was a three percent tax that set them off. No. I think it was a 17 one mm. that set them off, but it was a three, 3% one that initiated, but could have sworn the battle cry was something like taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. Don't tread on me. What do you know? Anyway, don't snake, well, the don't reason step I bring on snakey boo boo. 
Don't do that. It's um, bad. So uh, Senator Ron, we're obviously not going to watch the whole thing. And I did put the link to Senator Ron Johnson's COVID hearings yesterday. Okay, there was then a they lot can of, go watch them. There was they a lot go of watch good them. information in there. It was three it hours. I'm it's not a 30 it second clip. I, I'm not playing it here. It's that was out. not a real thing. There was one senator there. Actually, he was well, I surrounded by 900 other what would be considered in the liberal media conspiracy theorists. There was they were in an ante room. They were not in a Congress in anywhere near the Senate. Yeah. They were in an ante room across the street. Because they were putting out the newest information about what's really going on. And not technically any of it was entered into congressional record because it was only Ron Johnson. That's why he needed two people there. He did have a second person. There. He did not. Yes, he he did. did not have another senator. Yes, he did. What was the senator yes, he, he had did. there? I, I, I'll have to go back and look. But yes, because he, 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 he had a congressman. No, he had a senator. He did not have another senator there. Yeah, he did. He there showed up. Nothing. Go look at the congressional record from yesterday and tell me where Ron Johnson's little fucking bing bang was well, added I don't know, to the record. But that wasn't the point of it. That was I, never the point of it. That is not official. There's nothing that can come from it. It doesn't do anything it doesn't, it doesn't to put, stop the government. It doesn't put out a whole bunch of information to people that they didn't know before about how bad the shots really are. And that's why you say go watch it on your so own. So maybe they won't give their infants this new bivalent fucking booster? Excellent. Go do it. Go listen to it. Go watch it. Watch the 30-second clip. It's, a fuck, it's Ed Dowd. It's the 30-second clip, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. It's But it... Once again, we're going down a road where we're not changing shit. We keep saying, oh, this shit's important. But what is it changing? It's just Ron Johnson. It's not changing a fucking thing. I ask the same question that I see these people ask every night in here. What does it change? At this point, what difference does it make? We can't stop what's coming. You've said it yourself. I know. It's about time... You know, this is the time in the movie where I sit on the thermal nuclear weapon and say, I want to know what it's like to have the power between my legs. <sighs> this is about that time. Don't be him. He's uber liberal. Steve Buscemi? No, he's not. Oh, no. He's a huge fucking oh, conservative. Oh, that's right. He's part he of the Adam firefighter. crowd. He was a firefighter that's in fucking right. New York City during 9-11. Okay. No. No. Let's, let's be real about this. Okay. But I, I just, I, it annoys me when I see podcasters and people in this side go out there and they put everybody's hopes on a string and a dream on, on, a, on a Supreme court case. That's going to be heard January 6th. I know. On, on the, the, the what's Brun next? The Lloyd Brunson. What's case. next? I, I mean, we always were getting these little no. twigs. I am. I'm done with the twig. I'm done. Fuck the twigs. I'm ready. I'm, I'm just waiting for the, the go. That's it. Give me the go code. It's on. I am done. I'm frustrated. I am more than pissed. I'm done listening to people. I'm done hearing the bullshit. I keep hearing the same shit from our side, which drives me absolutely fucking insane. I'm done hearing about these other cucks that are fucking walking around saying, oh, well, you shouldn't. You should take your jab, but don't listen to the government. Which is it, you dumb motherfucker? Don't listen to the government or give my jab. Because they're both the same thing, you retard. 
I, 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 I'm done with all of it. I'm done with the Willard Scotts. I'm done with the fucking Al Rokers. I'm done with the people. Well, oh, Al Rokers in the Al, hospital. I, I was going to say God's about oh, done with Al Rokers. Al in the fucking hospital. He got really skinny, but he was he he was in the hospital for like three months because he he stapled his stomach. He had no no after that after the shots after like his no when he got his fourth jab yeah, or his fifth after, jab after his third jab he was in the hospital for like three months. And then, um, then he got out and then he immediately went back after his fourth jab because he had COVID and, and then he got blood clots. And now they like, they're going to, I don't know, Chavez legs off or something. No, I don't fucking know. Uh, something about, cause he also, I understand that if you, uh, your melanin content is a little bit higher than most, you have a problem with regulating your sugars. I understand that he also suffers from diabetes. Yeah, which means you really shouldn't take the jab. You're just fucked. Yeah, and I understand that they removed the front half of his foot on his right foot or something like that. So now he's like an amputee, whatever. We're going to hear about it, I'm sure, on NBC. I'm sure they're going to fucking make a broadcast special about how Al Roker watched 290 pounds through AIDS. No, Jason, uh, Mick wouldn't play with that. You have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. I hate to tell you, boy, that you have AIDS. You got the AIDS. You may have caught it when you stuck that filthy needle in here. Or maybe all that unprotected sex put you here. It isn't clear, but what we're certain of is you have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. Not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Be sure that you see that this is not HIV. But full-blown AIDS. Not HIV, but really full-blown AIDS. I'm sorry, I wish it was something less serious. But it's AIDS. You've got the Nick didn't sing it. I actually sang it, but he didn't sing it. Hell no, I'm not singing it. I sang it. Anyway. Crazy. But do you hear about this child molesting pedophile fucking weirdo? No, no, no. Before you get that, play play the second one. Play the second one. Play that one. Play that one real quick. Since we're singing anyway. All right. We'll sing some more. I guess we got to play this one. Sorry, folks. Yay, we released a new song on InfoWars. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Listen. Listen. I am listening. Field with the O'Shea's 
Jackson, if you're nasty. Tweeted DEFCON, now we passed three. Tweeted DEFCON, now we passed three. And we just kind of say, like, you like the you like the uniforms, but that's about it. There's a lot of things that I love, that I love, that I love, that I love. All right. Yay has lost his fucking mind. That's it. He's gone nuts. Yay, I, I love you, man. I know I couldn't we couldn't understand it either. I apologize. But yeah, Jesus he's kind of lost his fucking mind. So holy um, shit, he lost his mind. Yeah, because he's 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 halfway there and but he's he's really struggling. Check this out too. This came out uh yes, earlier today right. from uh, Project Veritas. Uh, it's there, there's a whole series of them, one after another. Some disgusting this shit you're about to it, see. Some show big uh, drama's been unfolding. Watch this. All like four in a row. Yeah. Get ready. This is gonna be gross. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like... How does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride Week every year, and I had um, I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Who is this? This is uh, an LGBTQ plus health center came in to talk to my high school students. Nice. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're looking at them. In the school? In, in a classroom. Wow. Yeah. While I'm sitting there. And we had a drag queen come in, um, pass out cookies and brownies and do photos. That's so amazing. And everybody's cool with that, like the plugs and the dildos. Yeah. No big complaints. No. I mean, if the parents found out, would they? No. It's queer sex. This is the drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there? Or hung out in my office. You have so much freedom. So much wiggle room. So much freedom. So much money. I mean, to do stuff. Trustees are okay with that too. They don't know. They would. It's like we. I wouldn't even like run it by them. Like, why would I run it by them? They would be like, "Oh my god, that's wonderful." Like yeah, all with the kids at with the classroom. Fourteen, eighteen. They're like, "How do you? How does this work? How do right. we do? Like, how does this work?" Right. Um, so yeah, that's a really like cool part of my job is I don't have to worry about stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. A little 
little bit of anger there. A little bit. I uh, I hope you all. Um, Here you go. <clears throat> think about where you send your kids to school. This shit's getting serious. So today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. First, we have to decide how much we want to find out. So let's say in this case, you want to find out at a level of around seven. When I come over horizontally where it intersects with the gradient, that's the gradient line. And then I bring it down all the way to number seven on the around line. And there we have it right there in the intersection point. So here that's going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what it is I have to find out. As you can see, the more you around, the more it is that you're going to find out. If you stay down here, if you never around, you're never going to find out. Joe Bruno. Yes. Hi there. Um, James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. You're on camera here talking about giving anal sex toys and butt plugs to little children. Sir, why are you running? Why are you running away? Sir, anal butt plugs and toys? Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> All right, we might, we might have to do a video of you doing the fuck around and find out. <laughs> I, I got to do it now. I got to do the video. And I'm going to wear my glasses so I even look oh more important God. while I do it. So I can go. So look, if you want to find out at a level 10, I can show you at a 10. Where you're going to be on the fuck around scale. So you got to fuck around this much to find out a level 10 over here. That's how it works. Okay. So I might pop a gasket next, doing that one. That'll be one fun though. Because he, he, that, that was actually from yesterday in this, this came, James O'Keefe. Two days ago and this, this came out yesterday. Yeah. Anyway. Get a fuck around and find out. I definitely have to get a fuck yeah, around and find I out. I know, right? right? It's amazing. I know you're going to have to be about 14. I mean, if you're at a 14, you're doing some serious fucking serious, around to find serious. out. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. We're not too far away. We got those numbers up there. <sighs> I guess we're going to find out pretty hardcore. Might be with Bubba, but hey, be all right. Joe Bruno. Yes. Hi there. Um, James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. Hell no. You're on camera here talking about giving anal sex toys and butt plugs to little children. They're just like passing on dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. Sir, why are you running? Why are you running away? Why are you running? Sir, anal butt plugs and toys. Excuse me? Bruno just... Uh, ex <laughs> did, did you guys see the old guy's face? <laughs> That was the, I gotta rewind this just a little bit, folks. I'm sorry, but you gotta watch this. Holy shit, this old man was hysterical because he says, right after he says it, he goes, ain't no butt plugs and dildos. And the old man's like, what? <laughs> Don't you dare touch me with that shit. Watch this shit. This is so funny. I feel bad for this old guy, but it's funny as fuck. Ain't no butt plugs and toys. Look at this guy's face. Look at it. He's like, what? Excuse me? Bruno just... Uh... <laughs> Excuse me, um, this this guy, this teacher is talking about giving sex toys to your children. This is the space where we're dismissing children. Right. Can you actually evacuate the patio? Right, but he was giving sex toys to the children. I have, I have children here. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Please evacuate. We're, we're leaving. Um, but he was he was talking about 
giving sex toys to children. We understand we're reporters asking someone a question. We are leaving, you bet. As you can see, he ran into the building as quickly as possible. Are we allowed to stand on the sidewalk, sir? Thank you. We're going to stand on the sidewalk right here. Um, you, do you know a Joseph Bruno? Bruno? Bueller? Bueller? Yes, you're filming me. We're filming you too. Joe Bruno, your dean of students, talking about giving sex toys to children. Okay. At least he's, I, I gotta give it to, I gotta give it, he's that bringing it after funny. him. He's shoving it right in their face. Oh my God. Look at you so, fucking hypocrites. Play the last one. Cause there's one more in this unfolding saga. And I'm going to keep playing these until oh, yeah. we fucking. We will give James O'Keefe all the time he wants. Cause I, I hope, shit, he is I doing the good shit. I only hope we get shit canned because of that. That lawsuit will be epic. Be fabulous. I will fucking bankrupt. So uh, every media source that fucking takes us down, I will fucking bankrupt them. Lindsay, and I, did you see that picture of uh, fat Elon? Um, he's, he's not that hot, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Actually, he's suing, uh, which we'll call it for dropping that picture. Yeah. yeah. He said it was fine when, when you dropped it on Twitter. He said it was fine. No, he said he it said, was fine that he was leaving. No, he said it was fine. I gave him motivation to get, to lose weight. Mm. We'll see. I now heard he now, dropped a lawsuit today. Now he's just pissy. I, he may have, but now he's just being a bitch. I, I just, hey, whatever. Man, maybe he's got to make some money. I mean, they can all be bitches at each other. Who cares? I, yeah, I don't care about that. Seriously, just trade your hundreds of millions Holy of dollars shit, back and Jason, forth. It that's awesome. Matter. I'm taking that. That's going to the channel. Boom, I like that. <clears throat> Jason wins tonight, folks. Best sticker. Well, other than the dildo, that was pretty good. I think that was you too, Jason. All right, emergency press conference, Project Veritas. We have a statement hot off the press from Dan Frank, principal of the Francis W. Parker School in Highland Park, Chicago. This is in reaction to the latest bombshell report. Hot off the press, let's see what it says. Will they fire the dean? Will they condemn what he said? No, this is they're taking an interesting approach here. Listen to this. Last week at the National Association of Independent Schools People of Color Conference, one of our employees was targeted by the group and misled to believe he was conversing with another conference attendee over a coffee. He was filmed without his knowledge or permission while describing one example of our inclusive, affirming and comprehensive approach to sex education. This group, Project Veritas, has now edited the video with malicious intent. That's interesting. We'll talk about that in a minute. And launched it publicly tonight. Please know this video contains descriptive language. If you choose to view it, we ask you not to share it because it will add to its viral power. So they're saying that we edited it with malicious intent. Literally his words, there, there are no edits. It's just him talking about dildos and butt plugs and spit and awful things about with 14-year-old girls getting this information. This is, I don't know what, there's no edit. What are they talking about edit? Are they saying he didn't say these things? Then sue me. Sue me. Mm -hmm. By the way, we never lost a defamation lawsuit. That's because we don't edit anything improperly. Earlier this week, the same group Veritas attempted to ambush our employee at the school and was escorted off campus without incident. Well, we have that video coming tomorrow. Your characterization is maliciously edited, by the way, compared to what we actually have on video. 
It's always interesting how that works. While we have no reason to believe there is a threat to the physical security of work with the alderman's office and police has implemented higher security measures. I want, these are underage children being given anal sex toys. Anyway, um, we're sickened by the group's tactics. The invasion happened. We'll be meeting with middle and upper school students tomorrow to support and guidance. Here's the statement. You'll see it on our Twitter page. Stay tuned for tomorrow. Which we saw tomorrow was already, but um, that's I, funny. I, this I uh, that, background, uh, I find it funny uh, that he yeah. did this in front of this background, folks. If you're not aware of what this is, this is what I call Twitter fall. Twitter fall is something in the military that we monitor when we're downrange. Whoever he has working with him is military. Is military intelligence of some sort? Because that is Twitter fall. That's American Twitter fall. Can he do it? Yes, it's absolutely legit. All it is is a high-speed way to search for key words and tweets, and it's a way to identify the user very quick. It brings you right to the first direct tweet you can find um, that even pops up on Twitter. I just find it interesting that James O'Keefe used that as his background because it tells me a lot about who he's got working with him and he probably has got some real good fucking real good dudes in there especially if they're using shit like that intolerant leftist said i never had teachers hand out shit like that never never or talk about it with us sick fucks do you remember when we were in high school and i think i think i was i think i was a sophomore i must have been i was a sophomore and you were a junior and they there was that huge hubaloo because they were teaching seniors how to put condoms on cucumbers yes 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 i was a senior i was in that oh, okay class. all right so i was a junior and you were a senior yes. and they were literally they were teaching senior girls and guys how to put condoms on cucumbers this was 1995 94 95 and and like all the parents were freaking out and we were all fucking everyone at the time anyway so i was like we already knew how to put a condom on um, we, we were like, actually we were really good we were like class. hey actually no, no we're that, good we're good you got, make sure you she was the like top. she was like hey watch how you do it with your mouth watch wait <laughs> but, um, i was like yeah, but all jesus the parents i was like out everybody's like <laughs> no i was a junior i wasn't in that class juniors weren't allowed to learn how to put condoms on that's right, but when you you taught the class the next year, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Let me show you how to do it with my mouth. Oh, it's a trick. yeah! Woo. And now they're handing out. But I mean, how far the world has come from Jesus. Now they're handing out butt plugs and fucking I'm dildos to girls. What's better, spit or little blue. girls? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, dude. I. I, 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 but, I wonder you know, some days. Because, no, no. Now, now, if parents complain about things, this is this is what happens. <sighs> this is just disgusting. This is it's fucking gross. I, I, have you have you seen this? Do you, do you know what's coming here? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was on last night. All right, because um, I I I really want your perspective on this from your background. You'll have to explain that. To you'll me. you'll understand soon enough. All right. So a few days ago, a mother in New Jersey called Angela Redding found out that her child's elementary school was advertising something called pansexuality. And she thought this seems a little much for an elementary school, so she complained about it on Facebook. What happened next didn't used to happen in this country and never should. And we only know about it because of a substack called Chaos and Control, which broke the story. And as we read it, we thought this can't be real, but it is. So in response to Angela Redding's post, out of the blue, an army officer at Joint Base MDL, it's a nearby military base, 
called Angela Redding an extremist on Facebook. That officer is called Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Schilling. Schilling then wrote on Facebook that, quote, the joint base leadership have had the security forces working with multiple state and local law enforcement agencies to monitor the situation. What? So the military responded to a mom in an elementary school complaining about the sexualization of her own child? That's a warranted a military response under Joe Biden? Apparently it did. Then shortly after, the chief of the North Hanover Police Department, Robert Duff, pressured Redding to delete her Facebook post. Let that sink in. The police and the military got involved because a mom wrote something on Facebook they didn't like. Today, Joint Base MDL confirmed to this show that they, quote, notified law enforcement about the social media exchange, which is common information sharing practice among law enforcement agencies. Except, wait a second, a military base is not a, quote, law enforcement agency. The purpose of the military is to defend us from foreign enemies, not to police our Facebook posts. This is mind-boggling, and we pray someone does something about it. Okay, so cut through Tucker's drama. Okay, so first of all, yes, this happens. It happens, folks. What do you expect? Who's, tell me something. On every pol- on every military base that we've ever been on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they weren't on a military base. Stop. Okay. Listen. Okay. Stop and listen, mm-hmm. please, for one second. So, for instance, <clears throat> I was a federal agent, non-1811. A federal agent, non-1811, meaning I was an active duty soldier. I was a federal agent within a government agency that deputized its people to conduct certain operations here in the United States in defense of our military and in defense of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines. Everybody's got them. They're called counterintelligence agents, all right? A counterintelligence agent investigates those who attempt to spy on us. Tell me something. How many crimes do you think you can commit while attempting to spy on someone or on a country. A a shit ton. A shit ton. Like all of them. So something that counterintelligence agents do very hand in hand, very closely with each other, there is information sharing, not the way you're thinking. Listen, folks, I had several people that used to come to my office when I came down here to be closer to home. I had some family issues going on. Came down here, did something I thought I could do while I was here for a bit. And I worked over on a small installation that's real close to Savannah. Anyway, while I was there, okay, I had a number of people that used to come in and tell me that the government put drugs in their drugs. And I said, so what you just came in to tell me is that you're admitting to using an illegal narcotic, which is illegal on this post, by the way. Oh, and how you got on here, I just can't wait to find out that story because that's going to be really interesting. How you knew to find me, I'm even more interested to find out that story. And then on top of that, to find out that the government is putting drugs in your drugs, that's going to be another doozy. Again, not for me, but here, let me give you this card. And what I used to do, folks, I was a dick. I would walk into other police stations 
I'd find like their dude that was in charge of like all their normal crimes. And I would grab a handful of his business cards off his desk. So every day I was handing these business cards out to these cops and they get these wackos walking in their fucking police stations that now they've got to sit out and do fucking paperwork on. And it was just me being a dick getting back at him. Okay. So, um, that's but great. Does that explain why Tucker just said what he said? No. Listen with that in the government as a non 1811 federal agent that I was, for me to talk to somebody like her, I could not do that. Why? Because I had to have a federally licensed 1811 with me. But soccer moms are domestic terrorists now. Because if she admits to something in front of me, I can't arrest her because of posse comitatus. However, that FBI, FBI agent that's with me he can. So that being said, you have there. It, it's a very small spectrum, but the government, when you work for the government, folks, think about this. We work under the same big umbrella. The FBI is over here. The army's over here. Okay. We work under the same umbrella. If the FBI comes in and says, oh no, you will talk to me. Guess what? We will talk to them. We don't have a choice. We follow orders or we go to jail. That's how that works. It's when you drive onto a mili military installation, understand you are no longer in whatever city you were just in. You are now on federal government land. At that point, the highest policing agency that works on federal government land is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. They handle all the crimes. 90% of the big cases that you see come out of military installations, the FBI is investigating. It's not your military like CID. It's not your NCIS. It's not your AFOSI. It is. It's the FBI, FBI investigating soccer moms. Just now they're getting clued in by the military. That's it. If you didn't think if you said something in a group that a military member was a part of and you didn't think it was going to make it back to the FBI. Nope. I got bad news for you. It most certainly is if they're compelled to say it. The difference is. If we're compelled to say it, the only way that you get us compelled to say it is, hey, I know this military member was there. But if you never say that I know this military member was there, they're never going to be compelled to say it because they're not going to come after you unless they know that you were there. So listen, you, oh, no, it's not a scare tactic. Trust me. I've Oh, it's a real tactic. I have dr driven three people to the brig because they refused to comply with a federal investigation. And they were being held not at contempt of a magistrate. No, they were being held contempt of their commander. Their commander sent them to the brig. Yeah, because the military because is not a democracy. It is down. not a republic. It is an autocracy. And a hundred percent, you don't have that choice. So if you commit crimes and I don't care if you do, I don't give a shit.
listen, if you do though, and you do it around military installations, first of all, you're a really dumb son of a bitch because 90% of those people that are the paid, like, uh, the cops that are on the post, those guys are the guys that couldn't make it into your local police academy. That's the scary part. All right. And then, because they're wannabes. They're not even has-beens. They're not even never was as yet. They're still wannabes. That's the real scary part. And they got guns. So think about all of that. If you're going to do shit around a military installation, you'd be far better going in front of a police station and doing it than doing it in front of a military installation. Trust me, because those assholes out there, they're looking to bust some motherfucker outside the gates. Trust me, no paperwork on their side. They're looking to fuck somebody up. Just letting you know. Keep it in the back of your mind. Tucker's not wrong, because as far as I'm concerned, that colonel, because he admitted it, and he came out on Facebook and said what he said. If I don't hear of a senator in the next two weeks coming out with an active charge against this colonel with uh, a breach of posse cumitatis from the U.S. Senate, I, I'm sorry. There, that colonel has to be held liable as well. Yeah. He is not allowed to per, pursue or police American citizens. What he did there was policing an American citizen because he commented first and then threatened her. That is a breach of posse comitatus. And if I was that mom, you better believe I just hired the biggest civil defense lawyer that you can fucking find. And I am filing the biggest case for a breach of posse comitatus. And that will upend anything that comes from that. I am sure. Hmm. Uh, Twitter files part two just dropped. Did it. Twitter's secret blacklists. Ooh. A new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees built blacklists prevent disfavored tweets from trending and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics all in secret without informing users. Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers along the way barriers nevertheless were erected. Take for example, Stanford's Dr. J. Bhattacharya, uh, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending or consider the popular right wing talk show host, Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist. You couldn't search for him. Twitter set the account of conservative activist, Charlie Kirk to do not amplify. Um, Twitter denied that it does such things in 2018. Twitter's Vijaya Gotti, then head of legal policy and trust, and Kayvon Beckpour, head of product, said, we do not shadow ban. They added. Um, no, they don't shadow ban. They just straight they up added, fucking And nuke we you. certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. What many people call shadow banning, Twitter executives and employees called visibility filtering or VF. Multiple high level sources confirmed its meaning. Think about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee told us. Are you fucking... That's it for now. All right. So, folks, there you go. Here, it co here comes more of it. Yep. 
We might actually go a little bit longer tonight just so we can see the rest of that. No, that that was she started that 50 minutes ago and it's been a, a while since she's dropped anything else. So I don't know. Who is it? Very wise. OK, so like I was wondering because uh, we were talking about it and I was like, I, I was wondering if maybe he gave all the right files to or the left files to fucking whatchamacallit and all the right files to uh, Barry Weiss. And uh, no, they, they both got all the files because yeah. they were talking about how they were going to break it up them together. Um, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Remember Twitter didn't have any effect and this is old news. Mm -hmm. This is all old news. Oh, this yeah. is what Joe said. Joe said that today. It's old news, folks. It's old news. I'm not going to answer questions about old news. It's what Joe said. Old news. Old news. Uh, what else do we have here? That's it. Actually, that was from um, that was from last night. But you might want to play that. That was or from two nights ago. Um, this was this was interesting. It, this is why I I posted it. I think, but I didn't um, I didn't close it out. Okay, we'll take a look at it. Yeah. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well and having a great day. In this video, I've got multiple objects to share with you guys that have been seen by, by people from a wide variety of different locations, unusual things, and not only the, the daytime sky, but the nighttime sky as well. want to give you guys a quick update on the hurricane situation here in December. How bizarre. We have a hurricane forming in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. At least there's a 30 to 40 percent chance of a subtropical storm forming out here in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And that's coming from the, the National Hurricane Center. And that's over the next three to five days. And here's a look at it on satellite presentation. And what subtropical means is it has a cold core, not a warm core. Most storms that occur during the summer have warm cores. This would be a cold core storm if it does form in the next 48 hours to five days. And there's only a, a 30 to 40 percent chance. But still, that is really quick, folks. Just so you all know, down here in Georgia, I got to tell you right now, we're, we're, we're down here, folks. It was 84 fucking degrees yeah, today. It was I was wearing shorts today. Mm -hmm. I wore shorts to work today. Yep. I, I'm not fucking with you all. It, it is fucking weird. It is warm as fuck down here. Mm -hmm. Normally, about this time of year, it starts to get 70. it starts to get cooler. Yep. But we don't see 84. Let me tell you something. Not 84. It's it's, it's very rare. It's very rare. The record down here for uh, today was like 86, Se but it was set like uh, seven or eight years ago. So <clears throat> I don't know if this is harp related. Who knows? Anyway weird it's just really weird it is keep going there's more weird stuff in here and we have time super rare to see that in the month of december coming over here to the homepage of the website today's feature photo was sent in by george out of las vegas very cool photo of the moon here with multiple multicolored rings checking in on the schumann residence the last 24 hours been pretty quiet so has the planetary k index this is influenced by solar activity and as you can see it's been pretty quiet here lately but that is subject to change this is the earth facing side of the sun and you can see it is starting to get loaded with active regions and large sunspots. And all of these that you see right here are facing the Earth. So look for an increase in overall solar activity 
in the next few days. Hopping over to the Yellowstone Supervolcano Caldera, looking at seismographs that, that monitor the mighty supervolcano. For the most part, pretty quiet. A little bit of magma intrusion around the center part of the, the caldera, but overall pretty quiet. Nothing major going on. Looking at the power outage situation over here at poweroutage.us. Still have over 36,000 customers in North Carolina without electricity. And from what I'm hearing, the power outages here in North Carolina could be out until Thursday. Checking in on Lake Mead and Lake Powell, starting at Lake Mead first. You can see the, the water levels have, have gone up in the last three days, increased a little bit in overall water content at Lake Mead. Lake Powell, not the same situation there. Still a decline in the overall water content at Lake Powell, but they're starting to get the water up a little bit over at Lake Mead. Quick update on the erupting volcano on the big island of Hawaii. Here's a look at Mauna Loa. The night of December 3rd, and you can see it was still very active, steam and, and lava moving around the, the top of the, the volcano coming down the north side. And you can see the sky is glowing. The activity is being picked up by the Gemini cloud cam at the Gemini Observatory atop of Mauna Kea just on the east side of the big island and here's a look at the flow at sunrise and you can tell by looking at the screen grabs the top one being five days ago there is a little bit of a an increase in overall activity it looks like there's more lava on the third than there was on the 28th so activity continues at the top of Mauna Loa I want to take you guys now to the friendly skies of planet Earth. Here's a, a bright meteor that was spotted a, a few nights ago on a doorbell cam, I think. This video was sent in by Salvatore K from November 23rd. I just got this video yesterday. Not sure where it's from, but I wanted to share it with you guys as it was a, a rare blue meteor. You don't see those very often. And here I zoom in real tight and slowed it down just a little bit, and you can see it was indeed a blue high-speed meteor video footage sent in by Salvatore. I want to take you guys now to the Bronx, New York video footage sent in by Rachel from November 15th of 2022. Guys, I've got multiple folders of various videos of different things from all around the world of, of various objects in the day and nighttime. Holy shit! Yep. That's my hood, folks, right there. That's the oh, that's the water tower. Okay, stop. It doesn't. It, it, no one cares that that's holy the shit. Way that's you where up. I grew up. I, I, know. I, I remember seeing all this shit. I know. I know but where look that at is. The sun. It's so weird. That is weird. Yeah. It's smog, folks. That's what smog looks like. Mm. Ever been to L.A.? Go ahead, take a look at the summer sun in L.A. That's what that shit looks like. All right. Anyway, keep going. I'm yes, sorry. Steph, you're right. We are that generation. And we're going to look at a few of them in this video. And these are quite interesting. Look at this one here sent in by Rachel of something in the early morning sky that appeared to have some sort of vapors or something coming off of it. Just an unusual object in the sky that compelled her to start recording it. It wasn't an airplane, wasn't a helicopter, certainly not a meteor because it's not moving very fast. It's just kind of drifting along in the early morning sky. But what was most bizarre was the very beginning of the video clip when it started. Right here is an enhanced version. See what looks like vapor or something coming off of this thing or flames? I have no idea. It's kind of difficult to interpret. You don't see things like this very often. And that's definitely what compelled Rachel to, 
to take the video of this unusual object above the Bronx, New York. And this next video is absolutely loaded with bizarre objects. This first one's a screen grab of what reminded me of what the pilots are describing out above the Pacific Ocean. And so does this video footage sent in by Philip B. Goes back to October 11th of 2022. Some sort of a mysterious white object. Almost looks like it's got a blue beam coming off the bottom of it. Some sort of a mysterious light in the nighttime sky. That's what compelled him to to take the video was its mysterious presentation. Video footage here sent in by Seth out of Maine goes back to September the 9th of 2022. And this is really weird. Some sort of a, a craft in the daytime sky. Over here on the right the original video. Over here, obviously, I zoomed in quite heavily. And you can see here, this is just some sort of a completely unknown object in the sky above Maine. It's hard to even describe. How do you describe something like that? It's not a white orb. It's not an airplane. It's not a helicopter. Just something weird in the sky above Maine. And here it dips down by, behind the trees right there. He got it back in the view of his camera again, recorded this for a little while, and then it disappeared. But this was in the sky above Maine a few weeks ago. And again, that's hard to even explain. How do you explain something like that? And then it took off right there. Super weird object. Video footage sent in by Seth from a few weeks ago. Next video was sent in by Michael M. from September 13th of 2022. Not sure of the location, but what we're looking at here is obviously an airplane and a helicopter. What we're going to focus on are two white objects that are traveling with the airplane that just look completely out of place. You don't normally see this type of activity, but you're going to see it in this video uh, here. Right. A couple hold of white. On, hold on, hold on. They're fucking stupid. All right. That is... Uh, that first of all, that's a DC five. Okay, DC fives are in-flight refuelers for military aircraft. What uh, they're practicing there is in-flight refueling. What's hanging back from the aircraft that you can see kind of flipping around that's the, the is fueling the thing. fueling boom that's sticking out of the back of the aircraft. It sticks out. It goes even further when you're refueling a helicopter. Think about it. Helicopter at altitude. First of all, helicopters at altitude don't like to fly. Helicopters, A, shouldn't fly to begin with. Let's begin with that part, which a lot of people forget. Helicopters fucking don't fly. They don't. They beat the shit out of their environment until they produce lift. That's exactly what a helicopter does. Okay, great. Well, that helicopter, while it's flying, so if you think about the plane flying, the helicopter's got blades on it, and it's flying about four, eight and a half feet in front of the nose of that aircraft. So what they do on that boom is they extend that boom at its full extent, and then they push the hose out. And the hose drags behind the aircraft because they got to get it down yeah, at an angle. Ha hasn't everyone the, seen that Denzel Washington movie? They got to get there. You go the 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 freak. What Denzel Washington? The, to where they they do the midair flight refueling thing. Wasn't wasn't that, that was Air Force One? That was freaking Harrison Ford. Mm. What are you talking? Oh, about? Oh, I was thinking about the the other the other airplane movie where he. Um, that was Steven Seagal. No, there was one that Denzel Washington was on. Was in. 
Yeah, it was passenger 57 because you you're so fucking racist. There. There we go. They refueled on the ground, you racist. No. All right. But yeah, God, all right. It was racist. Harrison. It was Air Force One that I was thinking of. So but anyway, we've all seen it. The boom that. sticks back, but it does something different okay. for other than planes. With planes, you got to have a stiff boom. With a helicopter, you got to have a flexible one, and it's got to be able to go underneath the rotor blades. That's why it's that We way. get the picture. But anyway, um, what about the, the other videos? Because that kind of, when I saw that, it reminded me of what you described when you were in Oregon. Well, uh, the, the, the triangle, no, yeah. th those were perfectly formed triangles. Okay. Perfect. It looked like we were watching asteroids. All right. Weird. It was really weird. And we were really high. I get it, but no, I'm dead serious. It was like we were watching okay. asteroids. Anyway. Orbs following the airplane. They seem to be traveling with the blah, airplane. Blah, blah. And here we go. I zoom in on the aircraft. Look at that. Two white orbs traveling with the airplane. How does that happen? I mean, again, how do you describe something like that? Teresa, October 1st and October 3rd from Acampo, California. Notice what looked like a bell in the nighttime sky. Look at that. If I pause it real quick right here, wow. see the shape of that thing? That's the bell. Looks like one of the Apollo landers from the Apollo missions years no, ago. That's, that's, that's what it's shaped crash. like. That was in the nighttime sky above California. This is a heavily zoomed in version of the object whatever it may be you guys tell me what we're looking at here over here on the left is the original version of how far away it is kind of give you guys a perspective of how far away it was from her location and over here we are heavily zoomed in on this mysterious object in the skies above california mm -hmm. and as you're going to see here in just a second it starts to change color maintains the same shape but it changes color here for whatever reasons and over here is where the objects at over here on the left that's how far LED away lights. it was from her location but she happened to notice it and that's what compelled her to take the video she shared it with me i'm sharing it with you guys another weird object that is difficult to even explain in the skies above planet earth now i want to take you guys to arizona you're going to see a couple of white objects in the daytime sky video footage sent in by sunshine and this has some narration this is from gilbert arizona you're going to see two unrecognizable all right all right anyway um i'm done with that we're done anyway yeah. i just uh what was what was the point of this that you um, wanted to play that? Well, a couple things, because I actually brought it up a couple days ago because of uh, he was talking about North Carolina. The power outage is there. Yeah, that's but weird. we didn't get to that it then. That is really That weird. was a hack. That was completely a hack. And they, they've been, there have been hacks they, on been power grids yeah, they, across they, the country. They, supposedly, I heard, I heard a rumor, and I don't know, this came from a news source. I'm not sure yet. But maybe if one of you guys live in North Carolina, you can tell me about this. But supposedly, I've heard a rumor that uh, the FBI is focusing on one facility. It's somewhere just outside of Raleigh. And according to what I understand, right now, they're holding the system hostage. That's why they're saying you're going to be out for the next 72 hours. Well, that was three days ago, so it should have been back today. But I don't know if it's true. I, I, I haven't heard I, I haven't heard from any of my other sources yet on this. This is really weird. Uh, the first time I ever heard from this person in a while. So I'm very skeptical until I'm proven wrong or right. I'd rather be proven wrong, but that's just me. Either way. Okay, hold on. Apparently there's new Twitter files coming down. Twitter files. Stand by Twitter files. Do we have to get rid of Pilled? Uh, not yet. Not yet. VF refers to Twitter's control over vis user visibility. 
It used VF to block searches of individual users to limit the scope of a particular tweet's discoverability, to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page and from inclusion in hashtag searches, all without users' knowledge. Quote, we control visibility quite a bit, and we control the amplification of your content quite a bit, and normal people do not know how much we do, one Twitter engineer told us. Two additional Twitter employees confirmed. The group that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was the Strategic Response Team, Global Escalation Team, or SRTGET. It often handled up to 200 cases a day. Do, do you know who I'm angry at right now most? Hold on, I'm not done. No, no, no. no you're going to understand when I say this. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I'm angry at most right now? Mm -hmm. Justin. Do you know what he would be doing mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. if he was here with us? And he heard this shit because he told me so many times, dude, I'm so shadow banned. I'm so banned. This is proof yep. that he was probably yep. shadow banned. Yep. But there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rank and file moderators following the company's policy on paper. That is the site integrity policy, policy escalation support known as S-I-P-P-E-S, SIPPES. Okay. The secret group included head of legal policy and trust, uh, Vijay Agati, and the global head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey, and Parag, and others. This is where the biggest, most politically sensitive decisions got made. Think high follower count controversial, another Twitter employee told us. For these, there would be no ticket or anything. Jack Dorsey was involved mm -hmm. right there. It just said mm -hmm. that he was involved mm -hmm. in all aspects. One of the accounts that rose to this level of scrutiny was Libs of TikTok, an account that was on the trends blacklist and was designated as do not take action on user without consulting with SIPPES. The account, which Chaya Ratchik began in November 2020 and now boasts over 1.4 million followers, was subjected to six suspensions in 2022 alone, Ratchik says, each time Ratchik was blocked from posting for as long as a week. Twitter repeatedly informed Ratchik that she had been suspended for violating Twitter's policy against hateful conduct. But an intent... In in an internal SIPPES memo from October 2022, after her seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that LTT has not directly engaged in behavior violation of the hateful conduct policy. Hmm. The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her posts encouraged online harassment of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender affirming healthcare is equivalent to child abuse or grooming. It is. It is. Wait, wait a minute. No, 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 it is. It is. That's where it ends for now. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm thinking Libs of TikTok is going to also be suing Twitter right up there with James Woods. They I, can get together. I, I, I think that hmm. I'm so pissed right hmm. now because Justin would be. Yep. He's turning over. Vindicated. He has been. This is vindication. I know. We know that this has been happening. We've been saying it's been happening. They told us we were crazy conspiracy theorists. Now you're hearing firsthand information. It is fucking happening. You are they shadow right ban us. They shadow ban us. They will not let us get our message out. They will not let us talk to the masses. They will not let people decide for themselves what the fuck they're going to hear and believe. So instead, they force feed you the news. They say you're going to listen to this or you're a conspiracy theorist. You guys know that um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Well, I was angry because I'm pissed with Justin. I'm pissed with I this know, bullshit. I know. So you guys, you guys um, know that occasionally you'll see in the Substack where I'll I'll retweet something or I'll put a post up there and it says Patriot Party Pod. It comes from Patriot Party Pod. I started a podcast Twitter account when we started the show, just about thereabouts, and it was almost immediately suspended just because of the name. Like I literally couldn't post to it. It only just popped up again after Elon took over Twitter and I was able to use it. That's why I've never used it. I use my personal account, which my personal account, I changed the name. It's, it's at Lynn Q, but it says Patriot Party Podcast because I couldn't access the Patriot Party Pod account literally from like five minutes after I made it. It was just gone. So like, it, we're not joking. We're not... Justin wasn't crazy. We get shadow banned still. Mm-hmm. The shadow ban hasn't stopped. It's just now it's in the open. I I, I get angry because, man, dude, he would be loving this shit right now. He, he would have done a fucking nine hour show today. He would have just on the Twitter shit alone. It makes me so angry to think that. You all don't get to enjoy it, and I don't get to enjoy it because I was just the biggest fan as you all were. Mm. It pisses me off that we don't get to hear what he would say today. You would, could you imagine Justin today? He would be on it. He would fucking be killing it right now. The fucking jokes he would have about Twitter, holy shit. We would be coming up with t-shirt ideas in the fucking goddamn chat. You fuckers know what I'm talking about in Twitch. We came up with a laundry list. I still have it. I took screenshots and I sent it to him. I said, just in case you didn't get it, here's all the t-shirt ideas. Hmm. I, you know, this is. I know. All right. We got to go. Yeah, we do. Sorry to leave you on a bumming note, but fuck. This makes me so angry. I know. Because we've been right since the beginning. We've been right. So if there's one thing you can go, you can go do tomorrow. Maybe you, you did today. Maybe you did yesterday. But tomorrow, raise that chin another 12 inches up and say, when everybody else looks at you, fuck you. (laughs) fuck you i was right look at this shit twitter's been shadow banning people since the beginning jesus Hmm. all right well we will be back tomorrow uh i believe liana is going to be joining us tomorrow see because my hunting trip got canceled i hope and um yeah so we'll be back tomorrow and uh i oh um we did get uh, authorized for um, video beta on Substack so we can embed, embed videos in the Substack. So I'm actually just going, I'm going to clip just the interview that the first hour, I'll take the music out of the front, like even the intro, um, just like I'll do our intro, but like the intro music, I'll take the whole intro out. I'm just going to clip the interview with Robert Scott Bell and I'm going to put it in the Substack. Um, it'll be so a, if you a just great thing hear for you guys interview. to share. Or if you just want to share it with someone who, you know, you want to tell them about the product or the, the things he was talking about, um, the, you know, ways to change your whole life and, and heal yourself. His story is very inspirational. Um, 
you know, that it'll be available. So go to patriotpartypod.substack.com. Um, I'll do that first before I produce the whole podcast. So that'll be out tonight. And then of course the, the audio will be out tomorrow. So. All right. Yep. So we'll be back tomorrow night, fuckers. Uh, Six forty-five for Liana's Lounge. Five forty-five. Five forty-five for uh, Liana's Lounge. Hey, uh, send me some songs there, madame, so I can put them in the uh, the the list. Mm -hmm. The fifteen minutes worth of music that we play, and then uh, the show starts at six p.m. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, part for the course. Yeah. And uh, without any further ado, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we've got a cranberry onion pork loin about ready to eat. Good. So uh, <laughs> for the Mick and B Lynn, have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.